2: you're listening to a Count Out podcast. welcome to ring post radio we're on a the only show that is on a new streaming platform so we'll see how this show goes <laughs> i'm your host ryan Nightsey. with me as always is the man the myth the legend uh scotty edwards scotty welcome to ring post radio how are you doing today
0: oh, i'm doing swell it's 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 weird that we're on here now because I'm. I've been used to using this, uh, using StreamYard for about everything else. But now yeah. that we're using it for this, I'm trying to, trying to adjust. Like watching that whole thing go down instead of you just playing the music, and yeah. me not being able to hear it. You know, I got used to that. I got really used, I <laughs> really used to were that.
2: You, were you never able to hear the music?
0: Um, I was for maybe the first year, and then that just went away for. Ever.
2: Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I don't even know. I don't know. what I, I don't think I did anything differently in that time period. So you broke it. I apparently I broke it. Um, well, thank you everybody for joining us for this week's episode of ring post radio. Again, uh, we supposedly will be on a uh, kind of different platforms. I know we're streaming on your Twitter now, but we're also streaming on the count out Twitter at counter pod. We're streaming on the YouTubes as per usual. And uh, we got a lot of show to get to. And, we're in a tough spot, Scotty. I'll be honest, we're in a tough spot of how we approach this gosh darn show, right Where do we start? Do we start with NWA or do we start with Tna? I don't I, it, it is such it is such a, a toss up for me of how do we start this show that it is, I, I've never I've never in my wildest dreams did I ever think, our, one of our opening topics will either be about the NWA or it will be about TNA's return. I mean, where do you want to start with this with this show?
0: Uh, well, first, it sounds wrong. By the way, that... it sounds
2: it. I, I I don't like saying it, but you know, we're it's, it's we're saying. I mean, we're not saying it. I guess technically until January, but still,
0: yeah, I guess uh, I feel like we have to start te- TNA. That's the lead story of the day.
2: That's got to be the lead story. That's got to be the lead story. Sorry, NWA, you're getting bumped, baby. Uh, Yes, so Impact Bound for Glory was last night. Um, It was, uh, we'll we'll get to a review of the show, of course. Um, But at the end of the show, uh, when I thought, I was like, oh, there's still something playing. Is this the preview for Bound for Glory? Did I miss something? No, no, no. They're a bunch of wrestlers walking through a forest, going to a lake. Uncovering Frankie Kazarian, super wet leather, uncovering a red box. Uh, then everyone kind of cuts promos about vague some things for a little bit, and then we gets revealed that the box is labeled TNA. It opens, bright lights, nostalgic memories of the TNA of old uh, come from flooding out of this box. It sounds something straight out of the Hardy compound, um, but ultimately. Uh, They announced that TNA Wrestling is back, that the show Hard to Kill, which will be in January, is going to be formally uh, talked about as TNA Wrestling presents Hard to Kill. Again, what this means, folks, is for the next several months, it's still going to be Impact, but as of January, they will be formally known Back Again TNA Wrestling. Scotty, what do you think about this decision? Talk to the people.
0: All I can say is, TNA! 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 Let's go! Let's go! Who cares? Who cares, right? Like, why do I give a shit if it's called TNA or Impact? TNA is more fun, right? There's a lot of people that have not stopped calling this company TNA. Just, just the truth. And nostalgia is a son of a bitch right like that is more important to people i think than almost anything else you know it's like that has been some of the most interest over the past couple years when they're when they plan to run the uh tna flashback show um back when was it um, oh, right! When COVID happened, and obviously that didn't get to happen, and then they did the Impact One Thousand and brought back pretty much every TNA person under the sun. They brought the TNA World Championship back. Like they've yeah. never, they've never gone fully away from it, even if they did not name. Which yeah. fine, because ultimately, I think it's a good decision. I know some people are like, you know, you work so hard to get rid of the name and there's a lot of negatives that come with the TNA name. But to me, it's what you're most it's what most people reference you to. So if that's going to happen, embrace it and create a new era of TNA, because while there is a lot of bad that comes with TNA, there's also a lot of good. I don't know if impact had as many memorable moments as a TNA did. So I understand why they go back to it. And most importantly, Alex Shelley can now be recognized as TNA world champion. And I think that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. This sort of uh nostalgia trip remains to be seen how it's going to play out. Right. Like you're right. I think TNA has a lot of good memories as well. The people are nostalgic on. I mean, just look, just look at Garrett kidney on Twitter. Um, you know, there's a lot of good spots. You know, there's the uh, there's the 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 uh, Scott Steiner promo. There's the uh, Kurt Angle debut. There's the uh, 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 steel cage t- tag team bout that we watched on Patreon.com forward slash Counterpod um, that we discussed on that show. Yeah, um, Paste it in your mind. Of course, of course. Uh, no, the, the the with the Hurricane run off the steel cage that spot. Uh, or whatever that was. That's that's glorious. That's glorious stuff right there. The the turn. Speaking of glorious, the turn of Bobby Roode on James Storm breaking up Beer Money. That was a a good spot. Um, at the same breath, you know, TNA does have some negativity to the brand. Some would argue that the brand got so poisoned that that was the reason that they changed it to Impact in the first place. But you are also right. This incarnation of Impact Wrestling. With, um, what's his face? Who's the guy at helm impact wrestling? I'm blanking on his name, Scott DeMore. With Scott DeMore at the helm, uh, it felt like it was almost just like a matter of time for TNA to come back. This was something that they never wanted to forget the TNA roots. Yeah. As you stated, the TNA championship came back a couple years ago and then it went away again. Um, uh, uh, so many different aspects of TNA that they continuously bring back one of the, I saw one of the reasons that they considered that they considered going back to TNA wrestling is because impact 1000 taping was so well received that they figured it would be a good time maybe to do TNA. Um, it's a, it's an interesting move for them. Uh, the, it's the question really of whether or not the nostalgia of TNA, uh, can outweigh any sort of negativity that the brand might've had, um, But, you know, that brand negativity goes away through time. Impact has served itself well, I think. I think Impact this year has been uh, underrated uh, for a large part. Uh, And I think TNA coming back in 2024, it's going to be a wild ride, folks. (laughs) The returns. Uh, Does this this mean that part of the retirement tour for Sting is going to be back in total nonstop action?
0: I hope so. That'd be awesome. Um, I, think be, I think it'll be pretty cool I thought about it this way too it's like more people were talking about TNA yesterday slash impact than I think I've ever seen them truthfully like even when it was just impact you know earlier in the night when it was just bound for glory um, I thought a lot more people were talking about it and that probably has a lot to do with Osprey um, being on the show and what comes with that but this was the perfect show to announce it. And and now I think there's real excitement heading into uh next year for this company, one way or the other. Because th- this is the way people see it, right? They look at it as oh, this is either gonna be you know really cool and maybe you know, because I think the TNA designs and the art, which you know, uh Fightful reported or PW Insider reported. Um, they're bringing back the, you know they're gonna have brand new titles they're gonna have brand new set brand new presentation pretty much everything you want to hear when you're completely restructuring and truthfully to me I thought the impact look got pretty bland through the years like I just thought it got more and more bland it didn't stand out off a page to me and I think what's so exciting now about this is that we'll get to see what the new era, you know, will be. Um, I think they have the right people in place to make a new era. And, again, it's more excitement for this company that otherwise has not often always been there. I think they've done a good job of creating some buzz this year. And I think now, the next year, we're going to have a kickoff with TNA returning. I think it's very exciting for a lot of people.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, So there was, like you said, that article that went out about it. I, I, I'm
0: just reading off what you sent to me in Slack. So I don't know where you... That, that you... one was Fightful. PW oh, so. Insider had um, a full one, which I will find right now.
2: Okay, well, at least the Fightful one where they talked about here was uh, some of the reasons why they went back to TNA Wrestling. One of the reasons given regarding the TNA name change, we were told was for General Buzz, and to unite the history of the company, which has been known as TNA, NWA, TNA, Impact, in Global Force Wrestling. We're told that a lot of planning went into this. And actually, it was considered as far back as the summer, but kept getting pushed back. Um, there will be a complete presentation shift. in the this, this one, I think, is very interesting, by the way. There will be a complete presentation shift in in the program from venues to production to logos and look. We all could have assumed logos and look. Production is interesting. I remember...
0: The I remember, A little bit back about production changing. Do you remember Yeah, that?
2: I remember an article a couple months ago that talked about how that impact TNA was going to change up the production a little bit. Turns out it's probably because of this. But I think also what's very interesting to me, Scotty, is shift in terms of venues. Um, is impact TNA... This company, Impact TNA, looking to maybe go into bigger venues. I mean, they did sell out the Cicero, uh, Illinois spot last night. Uh, I don't think
0: that's a huge venue. I think we have different thoughts immediately when we hear venues. What do you think? I thought, we're going back to the Impact Zone, baby.
2: (laughs) Actually, the the fairgrounds that are no longer exist, but we'll build a building.
0: uh, And go back to Universal, right? Effect. Yeah, you
2: can go back to Universal. You can go back to the Impact Zone. I I would have the first tapings. I would have the, the first.
0: The have the first this might be a hot take, but I'd have the first tapings at the Impact Zone. Then you can branch back out. But I think that would be a lot of fun.
2: Do you think? So assuming they don't, you know, they can still go back to the Impact Zone. I guess that is true. Um, I guess my, what I'm trying to ask is, do you think there's a chance that they are going to try to look to get bigger venues? Do you they think they should? Have, do you think they're gonna try to do like early AEW with like uh basketball arenas, college basketball? Uh, arenas? I don't know if they're gonna go that
0: big. I think <laughs> I don't know about that. One. I think baby steps here. You know, like what what are they doing now? Like just under a thousand.
2: Uh, well, let's see. Let's see what the last night's uh little spot here was. There's uh, no way it was no, announced, but that's impact turning point. Uh no, but I it probably wasn't announced. Uh but oh I should you know what I should probably do? I should probably look up what's his face. Uh the tickets, ticks I don't right. think WrestleTix no. probably had it. I know Wrestletics announced it, it was sold out at some point. Um, but I'll see if I can find it. Uh but yeah, it, no, uh I think, I think it's sub thousand. Sub thousand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that doesn't that doesn't bode well for going up venue size.
0: For me, I'm going to like just a bit bigger, like try to run at the most like Hammerstein.
2: Yeah, they could do that if they wanted to try.
0: Aim for those type venues because I think those type venues are more exciting. Don't do the 2300 Arena for the love of God. Please don't do that. I can't stand that place anymore because the only promotion that runs it is MLW. And it's like very boring looking. Um, I also don't about MLW. Big MLW. They're major
2: league. They that's a major league destination. That's
0: your promotion. That's That's your home promotion.
2: Home. That's my home. Despite living in Georgia, that's my home promotion.
0: Damn right. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to see what this venue holds, and it doesn't really tell me anything um but okay great. i'm done <laughs> great i don't care. i can't find anything on russell tix either so that was uh, uh that was that, everyone that's listening or plans to listen to this don't act like that didn't happen uh the real news is that the six-sided ring isn't coming back
2: yeah six-sided ring's not coming back
0: uh
2: i believe i saw So something. is it
0: really tna
2: yeah yeah is
0: it's the cool. car coming back
2: it's, it's amazing to me how much the six-sided ring of TNA plays an impact on uh, TNA. Like If you go and watch the first pay-per-views of NWA, NWA TNA, there is no six-sided ring. That, that is a, a, a late-stage addition to, to TNA at that time. It, it, they, the they also, TNA
0: that everyone loves had the six-sided ring.
2: Yeah, that is that is when it was probably the arguably the most popular, and so everyone's like, "Where's Where's that TNA?"
0: Don't bring it back.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Maybe
0: I, like, I sh- like. the only time I'd ever bring back the six sided ring is for like a one show special, but wrestlers hate the six sided ring, so you probably should not bring back the six sided ring.
2: No, that is. I think that is a no fly zone for me. That is certainly a no fly really? zone for me.
0: I thought you turned that volume off. Uh um, well, for the new belts because uh I hate the current belts. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, no. I don't like new but I don't like the red, red. on every single belt.
2: Mm, interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I TNA has some of the best belt designs, too. So here's the yeah. hoping.
2: I am interested to see how this is going to work out. I don't know. If it's going to be a good idea or a bad idea, I think it's going to be a fine idea. I think there are people that are certainly dunking on the TNA wrestling coming back. I don't blame you for dunking on TNA for coming back at all. Uh, it is it definitely,
0: expected, right?
2: I, I yeah, like I said at the top, I think it was coming down the line. I think there was it was sort of just a matter of time. Looking back on it, you know the uh, the look at the clues, Mister Snowman, Policeman, whatever. I think if you look back on it, it's like, oh, yeah, this was probably inevitable um, just based on like how many instances of TNA they kept alive uh, purposefully. Um, so I don't know. I think it'll be fine. It's At the end of the day, the branding, I don't think the branding will necessarily hurt TNA. I think if anything, the branding I think they're looking at it as, at this point, I don't think the TNA branding is is going to hurt them. Uh, I think, if anything, it could bring people in, nostalgically speaking, and that could be a good thing because, as we just talked about, the most popular this in the past 20 years or whatever of this brand was TNA, that six-sided ring. So that could bring people in. Um, and at the end of the day, Impact, like I said at the top, has sort of been like an underrated brand. They've developed a really good roster of people who have stuck around. Uh, so if you change the window dressing to TNA, you still have a f- great foundation of a house with that roster, a great foundation of Scott, Demore at the helm. Uh, you know, they they have been on, we talked about it like last year where they had like those waves of good and bad where like every pay-per-view cycle, either good, good impact wrestling, bad impact wrestling, just kind of wave cycling between the two. Now that they're just, it feels like they've been on the up and up, for quite a while. I haven't seen them dip down in a while.
0: Um, I think the most important part is... Who's ch- who's chanting Impact, baby? No one. No My soul. You're chanting... Like, A-E-Dub. You know, like, things like that. Like, I think that... I think, like, on the surface, that's not, like, a big deal. But even then, like, just that little thing could do them yeah. a lot of good. And I think, hopefully... And my biggest gripe with impact for the longest time was, like, the noise of the crowd. Because, like, last night felt like a different night for that company Mm -hmm. overall. And I'm not saying because they decided to become TNA again. But it just felt like the most lively crowd they've had in years. Yeah, Like, a part of it might be that I could just hear them better. Maybe the production has already come through. Um, but if the, if we use bound for glory as the launching point to this next era of this company, I think that's a great, great way to start it off. And I am, I'm hopeful because, you know, we've come on this show many times over the past two years that we've been doing this and we've talked about how, you know, this company more often than not, is a pretty solid. Yeah. You know, like you're not going to get match the year contenders, every show or maybe any show until recently, Um, (laughs) but, but you're going to get solid Mm -hmm. couple hours of pro wrestling. Maybe usually one awful match that features a certain person, a certain um, bully, maybe? But, but, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the fact that they tried, you know, it's yeah. the, and I, and I think overall in time, uh, this is going to be interesting. That's that. And, and that more importantly than anything else is probably the best thing for TNA. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'll take that nine times out of 10 if I'm a company.
2: Yeah, uh, I think Impact has done a good job, and TNA I think will just uh, hopefully bring in returning TNA fans. You know, I think that's that's the mo- the biggest probable thing. I don't think I don't think I don't think realistically speaking, Scotty, that going to TNA is going to turn away people that are currently watching Impact. Absolutely not. I think if you're, I, I think if, if you're anything,
0: going- it brings back people.
2: I think if you're people. one of the people that's like, oh TNA, I'm not watching this product anymore. I don't think you were actually really watching the product. To be fair, Maybe uh, it's psycho I, behavior. I think I think I think it's doesn't matter. The wrestlers are still good. Uh, they still have good connections with with uh, uh, New Japan. Um, I think it's it's a fine thing for TNA. I don't think this is bad in any capacity. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, I think it'll be fine. I think I, I am like 75% pro. I, of course, you have to put a little bit of thing, but it's like at the end of the day, also, by the way, I do want to make this clear. At the end of the day, the TNA branding is returning. Vince Russo, <laughs> F. Jarrett, all those guys in the back, Eric it's Bischoff. Carter.
0: They're not coming back.
2: They're not returning. <laughs> These people aren't coming back. It feels like when people think of TNA, they're like, Oh no! All the crappy booking decisions are coming back too. No, they're not. It's the same thing, just branded as TNA. Um, so I. So that being said, it will be fine. Uh, if you liked what Impact was doing, well, guess what? Now it's called TNA. It's gonna be fine, folks. Um, but yeah, that's I, I, my on that.
0: My last thing. My last thing is that I like that TNA. Um, is back because they would go back. So at least a few times a year, they would go back to like TNA Staples, and it'd just be weird. Like even like the X Division match, I'd just be like, "It's not the same." Now it's like, "All right, let's see." And I'm excited. I'm excited for the fact that there's just a name change, but I like to see what production looks like. I like to see all that. So. should be a lot of fun when we get there.
2: I totally agree. Well, let's talk about the actual show that, that announced TNA's return. And that was, of course, right. Impact Wrestling slash TNA's Bound for Glory. This is, of course, with their big show sold out in the Cicero Stadium in Cicero, Illinois. Um, big Lucha Libre ta- town. And I think the only Lucha Libre Mexican <laughs> wrestler they had was Juventud Guerrera. Uh, so good on Classic, classic TNA. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's start off with this show: uh, X Division, Impact, X Division Title Match. Chris Sabin defeats Kenta uh, to open up the show. Uh, Raffle right bat. I want to say that I thought this match was pretty good. Honestly, it of course wasn't the Kenta of two thousands, but I don't yeah, think it, it was <laughs> the worst Kenta garbage that we've seen lately. I thought this was a uh, pretty good. He got his, his working shoes on. Uh, he went out there and had a pretty solid match with Chris Sabin. I don't think Chris Sabin was a guy that was going to let Kenta not have his working shoes on. So I thought uh, the two of them had a very solid opener. Very very solid opener for uh, Bound for Glory.
0: My opinion on Kenta is, if we get anything remotely solid, we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because like. He is so inconsistent now and so like meh that I'm perfectly fine with getting these like solid outings that involve a little old Kenta, a little new Kenta. My biggest takeaway from this match is that Chris Sabin's just so good, yeah. he's just so good. Yeah. Um, and I think people need to give him his flowers a little bit more. I think for the past for, Last couple of years, it's just kind of been Alex Shelley, Alex Shelley, Alex Shelley. Um, Lord knows the Motor City machine guns don't get their flowers nearly enough. Um, but I think Chris Sabin deserves it because ever since the match with Leo, where he won the belt back, oh. he's just been on this killer run. And uh, this was a really good start to the show, hot start. Um, you know, they didn't wait around, they just got right to it, and I think that's what kind of set the pace for the whole show
2: yeah i think it was a very solid How, start oh me. um how'd you like killer kelly's match uh <laughs> did not air it apparently which apparently, is psycho by yeah. the way <laughs> they just killer didn't Kelly air
0: or? a match that they had planned for the show
2: yeah and they didn't even do a countdown for bound for glory they, no they, didn't they do a did the game.
0: hall of fame thing Right? Yeah, beyond yes, that,
2: they, they didn't do a match at all for that. They just uh, did the Hall of Fame gimmick, uh, which, by the way, Mike Tenet, uh Those was really good. Tracy, I didn't see the Tracy Brooks uh, interview, oh, not interview, Trump, uh, speech. Um, but the Mike Tenet one was fantastic. And I yeah. love how his voice is just the same. Um, you expected his voice to change? I, I expected him to come out like, hey, everybody, it's me, Mike <laughs> Tenet. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, I never he, want to
0: hear you do that again.
2: Oh, me, I'm an old timey prospector, Mike today, How's it going, panning for what? gold? And then he trips on his
0: uh, I like, don't his coveralls. I think you have a different memory of what Mike <laughs> Tanae
2: was. Yeah. I'll take it to you, Don West. Uh, all right, now uh, let's move on. <laughs> monsters ball match, of course, this was the monsters ball match, so they let all the people out. I forgot that this was the gimmick of a Monsters Ball match, by the way, of putting people away with no food, no water, no light for like a 24-hour period. <laughs> did not realize that was part of the gimmick. But that's what happened. Uh, they let everybody lose. PCO defeats Moose, Rhino, and Steve Macklin to win the Monsters Ball. What did you think? of? Uh, did you have a ball of a time watching this, Scotty?
0: No, that's fine. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it was my second least favorite match of the night.
2: Yeah, it was. uh, I I think I said it was uh, solidly good. Solidly good is where I had
0: solidly good.
2: I thought that it had.
0: What would solidly bad look like?
2: (laughs) Uh, call your shot, call your shot, gauntlet match. Uh, Uh, (laughs) got, got me there. Um, no, I think it was like solidly good. I think they. Executed their um I think they executed what the, all their spots well. Uh I think you know the thumbtacks on the concrete spot that was fine. The, PCO flying all over the place was fine. Um, you know, nothing to really complain about. It I think it never reached the height that we sort of previewed that I really wanted it to reach, which was the Steve Macklin PCO match from the summer. Um, it never reached those heights. But, you know, for a a classic brawl sort of schmoz fest, you know, I think it served its purpose uh, here on the card. Uh, Impact World Tag Team title match. ABC, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay finally get their title back when they defeat the Rascals, Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz, of course, to become the new Impact World Tag Team champions. Two-timer club right now for ABC. What do you think about this tag team match?
0: This is about where i expected it to land i think like without exceeding expectations they kind of hit the mark of what i wanted i think and i say this every time i watch them but i think bay and austin are just so good they're just so solid in there they should be doing so much more they're not but they should be um and that's pretty much where i land on this like i i think ultimately If they were in another company, and I hate to say this, but if they were in another company, they would be far more appreciated by the overall wrestling community. Like when when ETH Austin was in the uh, Best of Super Juniors, he felt like a breakout star in that, and then he just, you know.
2: I don't think he's been to Japan since. He has not. Uh, Yeah, I think ABC are probably now but if not now then very soon be going to be the like biggest i, mean, they're, they're, I think about it a lot nowadays i think they're like the modern day motor city machine guns to the extent of a highly underrated tag team that is just so great and so solid solid uh but that just happened to be on impact and tna I think you're right. I think if they were on WWE or AEW or New Japan prop or whatever, they would get more of the flowers that they deserve. It's just that they're on impact. Um, And until they, I'm not not saying they leave impact to find those waters, but it's like they, they are really good. They are really solid. I really would like for this match have been great. I've seen this match. It's like the second or third time I've seen a match. The rascals and ABC face each other, but um They are. I always expect them to have a better match. Uh This still was very good, right on the tin, as you would. Expect. I thought
0: they carried this match.
2: Uh The Rascals?
0: No, not the Rascals. The ABC. Like I don't remember a single thing the Rascals did.
2: No, me neither. I don't really remember a lot. I feel like it was Ace Austin and Chris Bay show for sure, and I think, and I think to the extent I think that was planned.
0: The best Rascals team was the one that signed with WWE, so. What was M three K? What were they? MSK, duh! How could you forget that, idiot? <laughs> I'm
2: not a big MSK fan. Apparently, uh, did we ever find out what MSK
0: stood for? Uh, no. They were. I think they were going to say what it stood for, and then um he got fired.
2: Well, let's take our best guess. MSK.
0: No. Magic. No. 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 Just Magic shrooms. To... No. Now they're not weed people. No. They're shroom guys. Stop uh stop nights all right next was uh people on Mike Bailey versus will Osprey uh
2: best match in the show by far by wow far. wow uh do you do great you want me to,
0: match do you want me to call that a hot take or something
2: no I gotta I gotta I got a hot take because some people tweeted me about it uh during this during that I got I, I tweeted out two takes last night and people some people were upset about it um one of them about sky blue and the other one about this match um
0: scooby- dooby doo
2: I don't like the scooby-doo gear but people Scooby
0: dooby doo she's um, sky blue actually that works what works scooby dooby doo she's sky blue yeah no I think I think I've sold
2: yeah she's just gonna come out fully in a scooby-doo gimmick um <laughs> that'd be great uh but no uh this match I thought was great I thought it was fantastic I gave it four and a quarter stars um I thought the. I
0: saw your one gripe with it, and it broke my brain. I was like, oh, that yeah. is... we'll,
2: "We'll we'll get to my hot take gripe." That's what that's my hot take of the match. Um, the 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 sequence that super kick sequence, yeah, uh, where they're like reversing and countering and hitting yeah. all those super kicks back to back. From there to the end of the match, were some of the best stuff I've seen. Uh, beginning of the match was you know solid uh, as usual, but it was like really that point onwards. That finishing stretch, just like, holy shit, this is all great. This is great. This is great, 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 great. If I had to do one, one.
0: There's always a nitpick. There's always a nitpick.
2: Of course, there's always a nitpick. I always got to come up with some sort of thought. But if I had to come up with one very tiny, minuscule nitpick, that's, again, I'm giving to a match that I give four and a quarter stars to. If I have to give one tiny nitpick. It, it was just on speedball Mike Bailey. It would be that he, I would love for him to just set up his moves a little bit faster. Uh, it's not necessarily like him on the top rope. I know that takes time or whatever for some people, uh, but it's like, you know uh, he does all of his kicks or whatever. And then he goes to do the moon spot, moon salt spot where you know, the standing moon salt, and he has to do like this whole like hand gimmick thing where he's like, yep. And he gets, you know, he has to do all this stuff and then he gets into it. It's just, he he can still do that. It's just, I would love for it to just be slightly faster, just like 1.25 speed faster, uh, just because it slows down the flow for me just a little too much. Uh, I would love for that just to, to, to keep ramping up, still do the stuff, and just go right into it. It's a very, very minor nitpick, but apparently I upset people, and according to Scotty, I broke his brain. Uh, what, what, what do you have to say about this? Well,
0: this? it's better that you explained it to me, but I was like, I don't know how you find a nitpick in this. It's just like, I don't, I understand it now. So I get what you're saying. Like thinking back to watching it, I was like, yeah, I get that. But yeah, like
2: it, it's just, it's just <laughs> those things. Everything else he's very quick on. I thought like the, the, <laughs> I popped out of my chair for the tornado kicks from speedball into yeah. uh, the counter of the uh, elbow oh, yeah. to the face. Uh, yeah. That was beautiful.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, the match was phenomenal. Um, yeah, the match was phenomenal. I'm, I'm not taking I'm, anything away from the
2: match. I'm just saying that it's – He had – Ryan Bailey,
0: had to find a nitpick. He made sure to find one.
2: For Mike Bailey, if I had to do – give one piece of advice for him to become a great wrestler into an even better wrestler, I would say just speed up your setups for your special moves just a little bit faster – because it, it just takes the flow just a little bit too long. Speed it up a little bit. Basically, I love... And that's a personal preference. What I'm saying is ultimately a personal preference. Because I love wrestlers that go full steam at each other. And he has a lot of full steamness. But there are parts in his his repertoire where he slows down just a little bit too much. And I would like if he speeds those things up uh, as sure. well. That's all. Sure. That's all I want. That's all I want. Is that too much to ask? Is that me... Someone someone responded to me on Twitter. He's perfectly fine. I know he's perfectly fine. I'm not saying he sucks. I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he sucks ass and doesn't deserve the spot. I'm saying he's a great wrestler. I'm saying he's a great wrestler. He put in a four and a quarter star performance for me. I love this match. It's gonna be a match of the year contender for me, probably. And and I'm saying he's perfectly great. I'm just saying let's go from you perfectly fine wrestler let's go from fine to even better then is that too much i, I
0: just i just think it's funny i only think it's funny because like you're in the middle of like this great match and you made sure to find a nitpick
2: what, that's my job. what am i supposed to do over here <laughs> I'm to
0: come on and commentate about these my i don't know like just enjoy it and then nitpick on the show
2: I just said, I thought it was a great show. Great match.
0: I, so I actually wanted to talk about the match. I gave, so, I gave a bunch of praise. I want calls. to talk about the goodness of the match now. It's one of Impact's all-time great matches.
2: I saw people tweeting out that they think it will be the second-ever five-star match for uh, Impact.
0: Uh, no, and Dave, probably.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think there's a good shot uh, to be five, uh, the second-ever five-star match. It is Will Ospreay, after all.
0: I think you are absolutely right. I think it will be um, okay. pretty confidently <laughs> just based off of how Dave works. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a great match. That like literally like that super kick sequence to the end was probably,
0: I don't know. Super kick. It was awesome. It was awesome. How, the, long, how the, long was this match? The hidden blade. Like you said, where he launched himself was the best one of those he's hit so far. I know
2: that up. that tornado kick into the hidden blade to the jaw was so good. I popped out of my chair. I was like, Holy shit, what is this? It was
0: incredible.
2: It was so good. It was so good. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a fantastic match. Um, th- like oh, I yeah. should, that it's from there to the that. end were was some of the best shit I've seen all year. The match was 17 minutes. That sequence, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight minutes maybe that you know super kick sequence to the end. Uh that last third or whatever of the match. So good. Some of the best stuff I've ever seen. The beginning My- the, 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 the to be clear also, the beginning of the match wasn't bad. It was just like it we- once that super kick sequence happened, it picked up and took off.
0: We got the best we we got the new Japan Speedball that yeah. I really took a liking to when he was in Best of Super Juniors. Like we got that version. Yeah, and, not the one
2: that showed up last Monday on uh, Destruction rio Goku. That was Impact. Impact Mike Bailey showed up on that. Yeah,
0: one. that was Impact. Though I think the multi men probably is the reason why that was Speedball.
2: I think if Leo uh, Rush was in there, it'd be faster.
0: But, yeah, uh, for Rush sure. Is a speed Demon. For sure, because like his match with like the this match and his match that he had with uh Leo Rush and best of super juniors is the best I've seen of speedball all year. Like that's that's the speedball I want to see at all yeah. times. Yeah. Um so yeah, this was this was great though. It was everything I think I think it reached all expectations for me.
2: Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Uh I just have
0: one tiny, Ma- tiny matches thing? like this. And this is gonna make me sound like an asshole. And I don't yeah. care. It's okay. very hard for like a special match for me like this to get to like five stars ever, because like there's no story aspect. Yeah, so, I get like, that. I get that. That that's always like a thing for me. It's I always have that, and then like if the right person needs to win or lose, that had not that had no control over this match. Um, I didn't really care who won and lost. I also knew who was winning this match. One person had a belt. The other person. Is the impact wrestler? Um hasn't, so, really much, hasn't really done much in impact this year. No, yeah. no, no. I sometimes forget he's in impact.
2: Wow, Scotty. Uh you had had to give had to always find one nitpick about it about this match, about oh, you already knew who's gonna win and and you know that you
0: wasn't know. a nitpick, that was just me telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have to. I have to. I guess
0: that. my nitpick was the um why I would never give it five stars part.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. And, and yeah, I I completely agree to that. It would have to be like
0: a course generational course. singles match. Like I, admittedly, I did not give Kenny and Danielson five stars. um However, I went four and three quarters. Had that had the buildup, who knows? And not yeah. been on com- had commercials.
2: That is the classic like Dave Meltzer response of just like yeah. everyone gives it five stars and it's like I went four and three quarters and he's like well yeah you're basically saying it was a great match was- <laughs> I mean like like I- I'm sure there are people Do- what would was- you have a rating what was your rating for this Oscar four and a half what was it four and a half yeah yeah so four and a half I did four and a quarter I'm sure there are people that are giving it five stars um, you and, and me are so far
0: off from each other I don't know what you're talking about.
2: At the end of the, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, you and I both, both basically say the exact same thing. of, It's a great match. Go watch it, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like to me the biggest difference is a half. If you're yeah. a quarter with, away from each other, it's like, yeah,
2: it doesn't matter. I nope. I the, the only difference is I have one personal preference that I would love to see to improve yeah. Mike Bailey's game. The ending
0: like just had me sold. I was like, "Oh, fuck." This it was that ending was so good. From the hidden blade where he murdered Speedball to, <laughs> to the rest of the match, I was like, This is literally yeah.
2: popped out of my chair for that spot. Yeah.
0: Um, and he's fighting Josh Alexander next, right? Osprey,
2: yeah. At the taping day.
0: And then um who's the other guy? Eddie Edwards and Turning Point.
2: <laughs> yes, we'll get to turning point. That's kind Eddie, up like-
0: Eddie <laughs> Edwards had a great match with uh Frankie Kazarian on Impact. I did, it was very good. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Random match to book, but a match nonetheless.
2: Hey, well, it's New Japan versus Noah, I guess. <laughs> Since even though he hasn't been a Noah for like a decade. Uh speaking of popping out of your chair uh to go to the bathroom, call your shot gauntlet match. Uh I'm
0: also- telling you right now, I did not watch this whole thing. I skipped I skipped through it. I saw a few of the surprises and then I saw who won. That's it. So the Call Your Shot Gauntlet, if you don't recall, is basically like a Royal Rumble. A bad battle royal, as they all are, that aren't the Royal Rumble.
2: Yeah, it's basically a Royal Rumble where it's like two people start, and then like every once in a while, someone comes in. You get eliminated over the top rope, except the finals being whoever the last two standing are have a pin or submit uh, stipulation. So this one had all your favorites either returning or popping back in. Of course, we got the return of matt cardona in uh tna and impact wrestling we got a surprise surprise legend callback of juventude guerrera and the debut and i think this actually would be a very good spot for them uh in uh, sunny kiss yeah i think sunny kiss in impact would actually be a very good spot um uh, put her with the uh, Giselle Shaw faction. I think that'd be a very good spot for her.
0: Well, um, Other than that, Jordan Grace won.
2: There you Jordan go. Grace <laughs> wins by defeating good talk. Bully Ray that's the final two. Uh, afterwards, she announced that she will be challenging and using her Call Your Shot gauntlet uh, immediately and calling her shot at Hard to Kill in January where the TNA name will be. It
0: was for the knockout title, which was a little bit of a letdown for me.
2: I fully agree. I tweeted this out as well. Uh, I understand, obviously, knockouts and all that stuff. Um, I fully was hoping that she would call her shot for the world title, for the Impact world title. Uh, I, think I wanted she... at least X Division. At least X Division. She... I
0: thought her and Saban would have rocked.
2: That is true. I thought her and Josh Alexander, assuming Josh Alexander would have won last night, would have rocked too. That's Uh-oh. true. I think that spoiler.
0: He didn't. He
2: did not win. Um, I think that he, she, and her, she and Josh Alexander would put on a great match. I think she is ready to go up to that level. I think she doesn't no longer really needs to be at the knockout level. I think she can go up to the main event scene. Um, I think she's ready. I think she's got a great look. I think she's got great gear. I think her move set is fantastic. Um, and you know she kind doing of all- gone
0: away from that though Gone well, away from what the intergender title matches
2: they have uh they're not gone away from the intergender matches obviously because of no, this
0: match but the no, title but, matches they've gone completely away from
2: yeah it, they tried it with tessa and then uh a it kind of worked i mean it worked for a little it bit did, but it didn't
0: <laughs> But it did. It (laughs) didn't work, not because of the intergender part. We'll just say. No,
2: the intergender part is not the issue of the Tessa Blanchard run there.
0: Do you remember when Eli Drake, aka LA Knight, refused to face Tessa Blanchard in a singles match? Yeah.
2: Does that answer your question?
0: If you thought
2: the show was annoying before, wait till you realize how many, how many buzz, how many. Scotty and I both have access to on this little uh, docket here on Streamyard. Uh it's a it's a rough one. It is a rough one. We got all, all bunch of little bits over here um for uh for ringpost radio moving forward. But yes, Jordan Grace wins, Call your shot, hard to kill. Impact knockouts world title match. Trinity defeats Mickey James. This is really bad. Yeah, <laughs> talk to me. What what do you think was bad about this? Cuz I uh... I thought
0: Mickey looked really bad.
2: You thought Mickey? I thought Trinity looked
0: really. Bad. I like the well. Admittedly, I thought they both looked bad, um, but there was one point where, um, what's her name? Trinity. She yeah. was going for the X Factor, and yes. like Mickey, just like oddly moved. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, what were they going for there? Yeah. Um, they were just completely off. I thought they both looked bad. Um, Every, he was also like a
2: Jets. That spot to the end was like I don't know if it was like an injury thing because there was like some yeah stuff, or like uh, Naomi, Trinity got
0: hurt at one point
2: Naomi. Trinity yeah either she got hurt at one point or she got maybe she I thought maybe she was like too blown up maybe like
0: I don't know you look like it a just, step
2: behind
0: it was just not
2: good it felt like they were going to have like trying to have like an epic match and Trinity couldn't keep up with it and mickey james was too out of sync with trinity and just nothing worked nothing worked between the two of them which is sort of a disappointment i guess
0: well i've seen trinity have a better match more recently than mickey james so that's the fair. blame the blame is more likely for me to go towards one than the other but either way it wasn't good which is a shame because it was the one woman's match on the show would have liked for it to hit um it was no Deanna versus Jordan Grace, I'll tell you that.
2: <sighs> That's true. That Deanna Jordan I know, Grace. I know
0: we can't bring that match out every time. Why not? I'd like to. <laughs>
2: what was the uh Mickey James had a great match earlier really this year? Was that against uh Jordan Grace? I want to say so. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. that was the that was her like that uh, was her last chance match or whatever. Or, or did... last rodeo.
2: Yes. Yippee-ki-yay. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't quite remember. Yeah. It uh, was. But yeah, she, I've seen better stuff. I think, I don't know what it was about this match. Either lack of chemistry, even though they are good friends in real life, or Trinity maybe got, I thought she got it blown up or something, or maybe injured. I don't know. Hopefully she's okay. But it was like, this did match look did, injured not, this match did not click. This match never clicked. No. No,
0: it's not. We've, no.
2: Impact World Title Match. The main event for Bound for Glory, of course, was Alex Shelley defeating Josh Alexander in 22 minutes and 32 seconds.
0: Right person won.
2: I can agree with that. I, Alex I would, Shelley, I mean,
0: TNA World Champion.
2: I'm never going to be upset about a Josh Alexander win, but uh, Alex Shelley. <laughs> well, assuming he can hold a title until January. It remains to be seen if he will be a TNA champion. He's TNA World Champion.
0: <laughs> I'm not yeah. uh, too worried about really anyone
2: that's fair I what do you think about this match I thought it was really good I thought it was a really really good match
0: definitely uh, a level or two I expected yeah. to go Um, it was still really good because these two can't have a bad match Um, but I expect I truthfully I thought this could have got to like four and a quarter on a good day I agree it did not
2: it was it, it was still a good match but it was weirdly a disappointment for me like it Yeah,
0: it was really structured for me. Yes. Cuz they hit, they were starting to like absolutely destroy each other at one point. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And then they started working the arm stuff. I was like, I feel like I feel like this is out of order.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was happening with the match, but uh it, it definitely like I still thought it was very good. I went like Oh three, yeah. I went 3 and 3 quarters on Me match. too. Me too.
0: I just that there was another place it could have gone, and I yeah. I wish we got there. We never um, went to next year. Still a strong main event, though, to end a really strong show. I think, weirdly
2: enough, I think if like the Osprey Mike Bailey match didn't happen on the show, people would be like, th- this would
0: undoubtedly be like the best match. Obviously, yeah. might have been better for them overall. <laughs> like unfair. the match probably would have been better. It might have been
2: better because we
0: wouldn't be comparing
2: it to Osprey.
0: Well, that's what you get when you bring him in. That's what you get
2: when you bring in and book the uh, wrestler of the year right now. Um, By the way,
0: he has now made it to the top. Really?
2: Oh yeah, I didn't, I I, don't want to and I
0: know we were on the tracker for a while there. I kept saying Okada, Okada has been dethroned. And I don't see oh, no Kazuchika Okada on dynamite this week, baby.
2: <laughs> I was watching collision at the same time, which is how I got roped into sky blue conversations while I'm watching an Osprey <laughs> match. Um I just looked over at my screen. I don't remember when in the show it happened, but I just looked over my screen and they're like all right, next week, it's going to be on Dynamite. It's going to be Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli versus Orange Cassidy and Kazuchika Okada. I look over and I'm like, huh? What? Excuse me? <laughs> what? I lower my glasses like, just like, huh? What are we doing over here? It's
0: insane.
2: Just a random Wednesday.
0: Now I have all my hopes up for Okada versus Claudio at full gear. Every hope is yeah. up. They do not. Have, New Japan does not have a show on the 18th. I have already checked, and the shows that they would have around that time are World Tag League. He ain't running World Tag League. Dream did Team's great and all, they're not doing it. No, World Tag League.
2: Did he? Does he not work
0: World Tag League? He's never worked World Tag League. Interesting. He's never been that. in World Tag League, at least, and he doesn't need to be on there. What are the odds that he's teaming up with Orange Cassidy to do World Tag League? That would be sick. But I
2: zero <laughs> zero never happens.
0: Zero percent chance it happens, but it'd be sick.
2: It would be really cool. Um, yeah, that would be uh dope. Well, yeah, just I are we I, going Daniel
0: Okada Wrestle Kingdom question mark? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what's that moment, by the way, is like so emblematic of why AEW and all rocks. the matches, all the <laughs> partnerships and everything rocks. The greatness about AEW. Oh, hey, Mystico, for some reason, is uh, wrestling in the pre-show for a Denver Broncos-Green Bay Packers game. Yeah! Let's bring him in to Dynamo Rampage, right? Oh, Kazuchika Kata, he's in town for, uh, for Sam's Town, for the Fighting Spirit show that's coming up. Let's bring him in a little early to have him wrestle.
0: Yeah. You know, is he even start- on that show?
2: <laughs> Actually... He's no, not on that show. I don't think he is on that show. Hold on, let's look at this. I, I think you're right. I actually don't know if he is on that show.
0: He's uh, not on that show. There's no way. I I don't remember an Okada. Like I remember that show being a very strong, solid card. He ain't on it.
2: He is not on it. He is not on the show at all. He's,
0: he's heading to America to wrestle in AEW. I love it. What are the odds? Nothing else get, to do.
2: What are the odds we get anybody else popping up on? Uh, this show. We had an Ishii. He's not booked on this card. Maybe he'll pop up. Who knows? We always like bringing an Ishii. That's crazy. We can bring in a, a Hanare. You want to see Hanare on Dynamite? More of a... He's more of a Rampage wrestler. Um, of a, no thanks. Well, He's more of a Rampage wrestler because I'm pretty sure one of his finishers is called Rampage. So You're actually,
0: probably right. I wouldn't watch it. The only person that gets me to watch Rampage is Mystico, baby.
2: Yeah. I I I so, uh, so sorry. Yeah. The, I, I've been thinking about it recently, and I think in the new year I'm dropping Rampage.
0: Well, time
2: out, time out. You still I'm watch
0: right. Rampage?
2: Yeah, I still watch Rampage. Of course, you still watch that's it.
0: psychotic. Rampage leader. is no, the no. ultimate. Oh, you 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 put a nice little pretty match on there for me? I'll watch it. But yeah. otherwise. You can have your Kip Sabian matches.
2: My John Silver brothers' day Kip Sabian matches. Yeah, there was zero chance I was watching that. Just
0: like I was zero chance I was watching whoever won versus Orange Cassidy.
2: Yeah, just Battle of uh, the Belts is a joke. I also watched Battle of the Belts. Uh, I will watch
0: Chris Rush Willow.
2: That was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I'm just New Year. I think I'm fully dropping uh, Rampage. I still haven't. I've been. I've been holding out hope. Holding out for a hero of some kind. It might have been Mystico. I need a but, uh, hero! Sorry. But if we bring in more Lucha guys, then I'll certainly be picking back up Rampage. But basically what I'm saying is the clock is ticking for my Rampage time. I'm still going to watch it at the end of the year, uh, and then I'm probably going to drop it.
0: Uh, we like should call bad. it... Um, I don't know. We should, Great. Call right. it, we should, just, we should just call it a super, super Rampage anytime CMLL shows up on there.
2: I agree. What's the, what's the Spanish word for uh, rampage? Let's go to Google. Let's
0: Google. Rampago. I don't
2: think that's true. <laughs> I just read Google Rampage. Google Translate. Let's see. Let's do. Let's type in rampage. Uh, and we'll do not Japanese. We'll do Spanish. Um, uh, not Serbian. Where the hell is Spanish on this goddamn
0: thing? Oh my thing? god. This is great content. Content, do you hear? honey ready, Alboroto. Did you hear that? I felt pretty close. Alboroto, <laughs> there yeah, you go. A- EW A- Alboroto. That's what I said.
2: Let's talk about uh, let's continue talking about impact real quickly. Let's talk about turning point, which is happening this Friday. If I'm not
0: mistaken. more impact, we've done an hour of impact.
2: I well, it's it's a huge show. It's a it's a it's the impact. Some hour. could
0: say the first hour of this show has been total non-stop action. Just saying. Some <laughs> would say that and they would be wrong. Uh, yeah.
2: I'm also, by the way, I'm not positive on this, but according to Cage Match, I have to look up actual impact wrestling now. Because according to Cage Match, this show is happening this Friday, but the broadcast date isn't till uh The week following November 3rd. So now I'm I'm like, wait, what is happening? Is it happening? Are we gonna watch it?
0: Let me tell Uh, you right now. Turning point. It's it's November 3rd. It's live on October 27th at turning point.
2: So it's they're taping it. They're taping it this Friday and they're airing it the following Friday. That's psychotic.
0: Well, we'll talk well, about I don't it. want to preview it anymore.
2: You don't want to preview it? You don't want to preview uh, Joe Hendry versus Simon Miller? Nope. You don't want to preview Jordan nope. Grace versus Danny Luna? Nope. Eddie Edwards versus Will Ospreay. I mean, well, I'll preview that. <laughs> I'll certainly preview that match. Uh, Subculture versus Eric Young and Josh. I want to stop
0: talking about Impact. You, you know, I was very happy about them. I was very nice to them. You're killing me now all right well that's fair
2: um well sorry let's talk about the other probable uh opener for our show on any other day let's talk about the nwa of course we are an nwa podcast i could not i can't believe we're doing this right now just like the mlw um, we are we are major league. we have to we, we're talking about this. Uh, but I'm also wanted to talk about it only because I've previously worked on the CW network. so uh, maybe I may or may not have insight. We'll find out. Uh, but NWA reportedly signed two TV deals with the CW. Of course, it was previously reported on uh, back in July that uh, they had one TV deal with the CW, but now they have two. Uh, apparently these TV deals are for NWA power. Um, and a reality show, which I believe it was on Nick hausman's report of House of Wrestling that the reality show, uh, has been something that, um, Billy Corgan has been wanting to do since when he was running, uh, TNA when he was running Impact. So the Impact discussions never end, Scotty. Uh,
0: um, stop Impact,
2: action. uh, yes. So they are, uh, they are coming to the CW. Uh, they did not announce how long of a deal. If it's an exclusive deal, they did not announce how much money they were getting from this. Um, so I, I, I think that puts me at a uh, arm's length. Um, but I think it's also important to note that uh, uh, it is impact proper television. So it isn't like an affiliate station, kind of like the Sinclair broadcasting stuff. It is the CW network. Um, so what did you think about NWA heading over? To the C Dub,
0: um, good for them. Shoot your shot, type thing, you know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the CW is like a miscellaneous channel of things that don't make sense. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> like on. here's your here's your Hold random on. teen dramas. Here's your uh, TV shows on the CW. Hold on, <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, your random teen dramas, and then like a superhero show, and then uh, live golf. Yeah, Um, Yeah. that that is that channel. So why not add Billy Corgan's NWA to the mix to really bring in all the demos, one way or the other, right? Mm -hmm. One way or the other, you will cross off every demo, and this is how you get the uh, eighty-five-year-old demo by bringing NWA to the CW. So.
2: Yeah, it's an interesting one. It is right. It is an interesting one, right? Um,
0: they will not be making money. I don't think they will be.
2: Uh, I will be shocked. Uh, the CW hasn't really become a thing. So my only take on all this is just sort of talking about this, what I know about the CW as someone that worked on it and and know and was part of the whole change going to Warner Brothers Discovery and reading all the reports, of the new executives that we have, and all that stuff, right? So the CW. If we all just think of a refresher on where this the state of this network, right? They were owned, the co owned by Warner Brothers and another network. I want to say it was Paramount. That sounds right, maybe. Um, Either way. For
0: for this conversation, yes.
2: Warner Brothers gets sold to Discovery. Uh, The Warner Brothers Discovery has a shit ton of debt. Uh, and so one of the things they wanted to do, they they've been doing all this stuff they've been making money decisions constantly. One of the reasons they did one of the things they did to uh, save money for Warner Brothers discovery was start cutting things from HBO Max, uh, which is what they have been doing and probably will continue to do. Um, one other thing that what they did to save a lot of their debt was they sold the CW network or sold their portion of it of the CW network to, I don't, I think it's called like next star or something. Like it's like some sort of like Sinclair esque broadcasting company. I think it's called next star. Um, uh, basically for, not even basically for $0, right. They sold the CW for nothing. Uh, however, they sold it for $0. Uh, but this new company takes on the millions upon millions of dollars of debt that the CW had garnered. um, so CW had didn't the CW has a shit ton of debt and they brought in new executives. Uh one of this one of these news executives his name is Brad Schwartz. He uh is one of the big people that revolutionized Pop Pop TV. Now stay with me Scotty. You may recognize Pop TV. Oh, uh, I do. He was one of the executives that uh brought in um what shit's creek. He was the guy that sort mm. of like uh, that, pop, uh, that brought in Shits Creek. He was the executive that sort of green light that. Um, but a lot of what he did was bringing in cheaper content, more reality content um, to try to save on ex- costs, save on expenses so that they can make money. And that is kind of what the CW have done. They've limited on their number of uh, TV shows, like the the Arrowverse TV show stuff. They're, they're pretty much all gone. Um, they've limited the number of stuff there they have gotten they've basically put their money into sports with like acc and like nascar and live golf obviously um being a big uh, controversial topic there uh and then put on a lot of reality content pop tv and i would have to check i do not know this for a fact i would have to check but again pop tv is interesting i don't know if it lines up but pop tv formerly had impact on their uh on their broadcast, if we all recall. Impact was on pop TV when they were shifting around channels for like a couple years. years. Um, I don't know if it lines up, but let's say that Brad Schwartz may have some connection to wrestling or likes the idea at least, or have previously worked within a company that liked the idea of wrestling in their product, uh, a show that is relatively cheap, like impact probably cheaper with the NWA um, and a show that runs every single week of the year. uh, And hopefully you get as much bang as you will for your buck. Right. I think the NWA and CW is a match made in heaven. I talked about this in July when we talked about it. I think it's a super cheap product that will probably have anyone watching it, Scotty, but at the very least I think it will have enough viewers for the CW to make a little bit of money Uh, throughout the year, especially during their off periods now that they're going through sports. Um, So I think it's a good move for the CW. I think they need to do it. The NWA is this is obviously a good move for them. Um, So I think it's a win-win. I think that it's a win-win for the CW. and I think it's a win-win for uh, Mr. Billy Korgs.
0: Do you ever just... Anytime I see like NWA pop up, when the hell do they tape? I've never seen anything about like them having tapings.
2: I know they had typically have tapings like after a pay-per-view. But their their pay-per-views are so few and far between that I don't actually know if they last the entire time. But I also found out recently that it's just NWA Power. They got rid of the NWA USA show. So they've brought it down to just one show now. So I don't really know what, what they're doing I and mean, it's taping they're taping less i guess but i don't know nwa cw the real what do you think about the reality show do you have any takes on the this reality show that they're making for the nwa do you think we're gonna get tyrus on cw network
0: oh god i hope not i think it could work though um because of the ovw show yeah that was ne- obviously that was on netflix so that's Bigger than the CW in the year 2023, but but it would be on television. I think that's good for them if they get it. Um, I think there would be people interested in that. I wouldn't be, but there will be people, and I, maybe maybe the ones that have become OVW maniacs can follow through with NWA next. Yeah, Jordan uh, Patu might be the only person that has become an OVW maniac, but. That's enough.
2: <laughs> uh, he's a Hollywood Haley Jay fan. He's a
0: a uh, big um. Shh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> is that what is that what OVW calls their fan base? The maniacs. I have no idea. Do you think that's what we should call our fan base? We've been we've been towing around the idea of what we no call we're our not listeners? no
0: we're not no the no. the
2: Ring Coast Radio Maniacs no the RPR Maniacs that sounds like a baseball team
0: it does. Like a backyard, backyard The RPR maniacs.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a backyard baseball team. Are you Um, a maniac? Uh, I am a maniac. I recent, by the, I recently downloaded. Did you ever play backyard baseball?
0: Yeah, back in the day.
2: I recently downloaded the 2001 Backyard Baseball, and (laughs) it was the first one where they had the MLB guys show up. Uh, so it's uh real good, real real good stuff. I'll say classic.
0: Classic. Pablo, yeah,
2: Pablo Sanchez, Pablo Sanchez. baby. Uh, everyone, everyone. He was. I looked at his. I was like picking my team for the um, backyard baseball, and I was just like, "Who do I pick?" I saw Pablo Sanchez. I was like, "All right, that's a good pick. That's a good pick." And I like, highlight over it, and it's like his stats are all like maxed yeah. out. I'm like, holy crap, this guy's <laughs> great. He's uh, the guy.
0: He's a legend of sports. He's the goat. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Backwards hat, little dude, dingers. Backwards hat, little dude.
2: Uh, yeah. Does the NWA also have like a pay per view coming up or something?
0: No, uh, they this? do, but no. Ten twenty eight. What is that? Saturday. Sounds like a show that uh you'd probably like.
2: No, 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 no.
0: When um, I think of NWA, I do think of you.
2: Is this the is this the once in a while episode where we where we don't preview the NWA, but I, I just look at the card just to see how bad it is. Yep. Uh EC three versus Tom Latimer
0: for the world title. Well, it's better than not much. Uh
2: Brothers of Funstruction are wrestling. That's that that's good. Brothers
0: uh, of Funstruction.
2: Matt Cardona's uh, Matt Cardona's returning. I don't know what's happening with him. Uh please there's stop. People, there's people in here I've never seen before in my life. Hi, uh, some women and men here that I've never before seen in my life. Oh, oh, I oh god. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, oh, it's magic.
2: Oh, here we go. NWA Power TV tapings, November 4th in Nashville, Tennessee at the Skyway oh, so Studios. So they
0: announced them no one cares. That's yeah. the
2: difference. Is not the Skyway Studios where Impact wrestled in uh during all the pandemic? Right
0: don't so, know probably
2: i want to say that is maybe and then it looks like there'll be more power tapings november 18th in sarasota florida did you get your tickets did you get your tickets uh scotty
0: no all right all right can you all imagine right. me going to an nwa show
2: well, what would it take for Scotty Edwards in 2023 to go to an NWA? I'm gonna say not a show, but a taping. losing a bet, a TV taping,
0: losing a bet. That would be what it would take.
2: Uh, that that's a high stakes bet. <laughs> it's high stakes yeah, bet. it's a
0: high stakes bet that I ain't making.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll uh we'll we'll see we'll see what kind of bet we can make there.
0: Hey, you know what we should talk about? Because I don't think we have this on the document. I think it's bigger deal than like half of what we just talked about. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, just NWA. It's bigger than it's probably not, but in for my for the for what I like in wrestling, it's bigger and that's what matters.
2: Okay.
0: Katsuhiko Nakajima showed up in all Japan. Just, I know you. Call we're me just too. we're just we're just letting this go under the rug. You kidding me, Nana? Not happening. <laughs> not happening. Nana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not just letting this go under. No, no, no. Not only did he show up, he smashed the shit out of Kento Miyahara with the flowers that he brought him. Because he expected him to win. Like, what a simple yet perfect story. Mm -hmm. He's like, you didn't win. And then he absolutely drills the poor guy. Oh, I'm so excited. Why why don't we cover Noah on this show? But we don't cover all Japan. One of these companies has been far superior the entire year. And we've just accepted Noah, who has a stupid show next week, that Jake Lee probably still going to win. What what? A fleece of a trade, by the way. Is this the is this the biggest, most one sided trade in wrestling history? Here, we'll give you Jake Lee, and we get Katsuhiko Nakajima. He doesn't even have to sign for this to be the biggest deal of all time. I mean, I
2: agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> I fully agree with everything you're saying. Uh, I don't know why we don't cover all Japan more. Uh, I, think, I think I think
0: you know when we start off the year and we do our. <laughs> yeah i know when we do our uh list and our our, our wrestling landscape talk and talk about what we're going to start covering and start not covering i think we have a serious conversation to be made that noah gets absolutely dropped to the floor what am i looking at so noah so i, noah I was it.
2: on the bottom of our, our i point,
0: understand
2: and all japan right here is on the uh, the middle of our the eyes our, our eyes on all japan well
0: eyes has changed to it's it's getting tossed in the, the fold. Noah Noah needs a lot to get me back in. You know who else is on the eyes list? That's, pretty, P- bad. 1PW. That's pretty bad. One <laughs> PW. Don't even say it. Don't even say it.
2: Uh, oh Don't yeah. Even say it. yeah. There's some. I, I there's I I'm excited for the end of the year talk because I, I I would want I want us to bring more indie wrestling talk too into the show. I know it's kind of tough. But when I say that, Scotty, I mean like us talking West Coast Pro,
0: DPW. No, uh, DPW I'm happy with. Their shows just don't air live. So I know. I that's know. part of the part of the hoops. The but.
2: Uh, there was another indie that I really enjoy. I guess Rev Pro is an indie, but Gleat. Is, is Gleit an indie? Do we count? No, they're a company indie? that like
0: no one in Japan likes. Yeah, Gleet also on our eyes. Yeah, yeah. They're they're gone. No more eyes. Out of all the the eyes, All Japan's the only one that deserves any respect. Yeah. I I I don't remember what the other ones are.
2: Yeah, I think (laughs) there's a couple drops on here. Super easy. Triple A, drop. Noah, drop. Warrior Wrestling, Prestige Wrestling, we're dropping those. Um, I think, you know,
0: here's here's
2: the thing. Ring of Honor on the cusp, I've got to (laughs) say.
0: Only their pay-per-views.
2: Did you hear about the pay-per-view announcement?
0: It's not at the Hammerstein?
2: Not at the Hammerstein. It's in Garland, Texas. Um, but it's also apparently exclusively on Honor Club. Ugh. It said on the poster for Ring of Honor Final Battle. That it That's is... probably a lie. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, 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 final final Battle. 2023 oh i can pull it up right now scotty and i can put it on the freaking gimmick are right, you ready i can put on the gimmick strap in folks strap in i'm strapped you're, stra- you're strapped save image as i guess uh do i know how to do this no uh what's what the are, best
0: what are you doing one?
2: i'm trying to add a photo that is downloaded onto our screen how do i do, do the this? overlay overlay adding an overlay perfect open downloading and then we we do this screen oh i see yeah just click it i did i did click it what oh i think you and i were clicking at
0: the same time oh exclusively on honor club look at that that's not good
2: Exclusively on honor club. Look at this champion? You know, let's take a
0: second here, okay? Let's. Just, I don't know what else we have to talk about on the show. Clearly, it's not that important. Uh, let's just take a second here. Why does Ring of Honor stink when these are your champions? <laughs> this is a. This is an incredible crop of champions.
2: No, I mean I agree, but the problem is that all of these champions. I don't think I'm on Ring of Honor at all.
0: Athena is. That's it.
2: Athena's is the only one. Shibata, I guess, too. Maybe. No, I don't, watch, I don't watch Ring of Honor, so I don't know. But yeah.
0: No, because usually if Shibata wrestles, I watch it. He... That's, that might be true. Haven't seen um, him. As... That's yeah. crazy. What a, Ugh. I don't want to such... do that. Hopefully it's not a good show. so I don't have to buy it. <laughs> Well,
2: I don't know how. I don't know if we're gonna buy it if it's on Honor Club.
0: I will go out of my way if it's a great card to buy
2: it. (laughs) That's my question. If it's on Honor Club, is it ten bucks or is it pay per view? Is it forty bucks?
0: Probably pay per view.
2: Or is it like I have to buy Honor Club and then also buy the pay per view? Probably that. Which is now fifty bucks.
0: It would be pretty silly to just put it on Honor Club.
2: I would say it's silly. Unless Unless it means that Honor Club has so little subscribers that they're like, oh, we need to punt this to Honor Club to try to get some subscribers back.
0: Maybe if Ring of Honor mattered.
2: I don't know. That's the case. That's the case, folks.
0: That's it. I'm going to say it. I need Ring of Honor sold back to Sinclair.
2: It's official. Um, New Japan. Let's talk about something else. New Japan. Fighting Spirit Unleashed is a show happening this Saturday. Yeah. Las Vegas. Sam's Town Live. I almost said Las Vegas, New Jersey. I read Nevada wrong. Um, <laughs> the famous Las Vegas, New Jersey. That's where GCW has shows, and that's uh, called Las Atlantic Vegas, City. My apologies. <laughs> um, so they got a full card here. We got some kickoff matches: Matt Vandegrift versus Buck Skyner. Obviously, everyone knows who those people are. Excuse um, me. What we have a another kickoff match, a six-man match. Danny Limelight gets the booking uh Royce Isaacs and Jorel Nelson uh, will be joining him. Baliana Key. Uh yes, versus Baliana Key, Titus Alexander and Jacob Austin Young. Talk about a trio right there, folks. Ah,
0: Jacob Austin Young.
2: <laughs> have you have you seen one match of Jacob Austin Young?
0: I've never heard of this guy.
2: No, I no idea what he looks like. And you know me, I'm all over the place. I'm over the map on these things. I can name a random person. I can name people who are at MLW right now. I don't know any Jacob Austin Youngs.
0: Because you're an MLW super fan, to be fair.
2: Dude, if I'm going to be covering pro wrestling, I need to cover major league wrestling, obviously. It's in the name. Um, But to get to the proper card for Fighting Spirit Unleashed this Saturday for New Japan, we have a strong Openweight Championship number one contenders match. Satoshi Kojima versus Jeff Cobb. Versus Alex Coughlin. Versus Fred Rosser. This looks very good to me. I enjoy it. Uh, I'm excited about this match.
0: Should be fine.
2: Talk about beef. Talk about about bread.
0: Here's here's the unfortunate reality that I'm at. About
2: New Japan or the show or this match?
0: Um, usually, when it comes to these uh these strong shows, the uh, yeah, I usually temper my expectations for certain matches. This will be one of them for which reason effort
2: from who Kojima puts an effort when he's in the states?
0: I did not say Kojima
2: <laughs> interesting, I think Fred Ross is putting an effort, okay, well I, I agree. <laughs> Jeff Cobb as Coglin.
0: I'm just kidding. It should be fine. Sure, 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 sure. He doesn't want to get, he doesn't want, he's
2: pulling the, t- t- he's tugging on the collar, folks. He doesn't want to get in trouble. Uh, Tag team match Johnny Robbie and Luvia versus Zexus, Zeus. Double L.
0: Wouldn't that be U- Uvia?
2: I can't roll others? my, I can't roll my tongue.
0: So I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't you had that. to roll your tongue for that
2: i don't i didn't i haven't taken spanish since eighth grade and then i took latin for three years and then i took gaelic i don't remember anything about sounds spanish. like a terrible decision i don't know why i took gaelic for a full year that was a that was an interesting
0: do you hate yourself
2: no i think it's because i saw a list of languages and i was like oh that would be fun and then i took Gaelic because <laughs> <laughs> right, i had man. to take one um Versus, uh, so that's a team versus Zooksis and Stephanie Vacare.
0: Yeah, this is where Stephanie Vacare is going to officially challenge Mayu Utani. So, as you can imagine, I'm freaking out.
2: Where would she be challenging my
0: Lone Star Shootout? There we go, which is like two weeks after this.
2: Tom Lawler versus Gabe Kidd in a special singles match. Sure, that should be good. Sure, talk about effort. Tom Lawler puts an effort, Gabe Kidd, but it's probably over, it, over a dozen
0: unfortunately though it is the people who are not my dogs
2: yes it is the war dogs geeb kid version so we'll see how much effort gets put in
0: did you see they got booked for a gcw show and i said i'm just gonna send this picture anytime someone asks me why i don't like the war dogs
2: (laughs) it's the biggest indie of course you gotta get that book in
0: well you know i watched the gcw match this week
2: oh what'd you watch
0: I watched Masha guess? Sklamovich versus Rini Mascha in a death match at Cork and Hall. And? It was very good.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Look at that. GCW fan. Scotty Edwards.
0: Uh, nope. Don't ever say that again.
2: Hey, we got to- I guess we got it's a- fair.
0: I call you an NWA MLW fan. I mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch a GCW show recently. Which the
0: MLW one is true. So Yeah.
2: Well, Yeah. <laughs> Right before the show started, I was
0: watching Fury Road <laughs> W. Jesus. What matters? What matters is that Mystico's in the mess match.
2: Yeah. So next is the Atlantis 40th anniversary match in the USA. Atlantis Jr., Atlantis, Mystico, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Adrian Quest, Tiger Mask, Soberano Jr., and Rocky Romero. The it is
0: team. so insane they brought Tiger Mask to the U.S. He stinks. <laughs> Maybe they're going to bring him into Rampage. Um, oh, Jesus. Tiger Mask. Um, I'm just Master here for first, the Mystico uh, bits.
2: Yeah, Mystico is going to be great. I, I, You know, I enjoy Atlantis Jr. Um, Atlantis is still fine. Adrian Quest. Sorry, buddy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we
0: know he's getting
2: pinned, at least. <laughs> sorry, my guy. Bye, <laughs> <apologize. laughs> Yeah, it's, it's 100% not power broker Rocky Romero.
0: How many moves on a scale of one to – on a scale of – I don't know, whatever. How many moves do you think Mystico is going to do? <laughs> like uh, how many actual moves does he do in this match?
2: I'm going to say – can I rank can I rank the moves? Sure.
0: Okay. I, I think Atlantis
2: Gen- Jr. is doing the most moves in this
0: match. Okay.
2: Uh, on his team. I'm just going to say. <laughs> That's
0: a fair take.
2: <laughs> Mystico he is the young guy. Tanahashi.
0: I think Tanahashi does more than Mystico because I think Mystico gets too locked into cheering to the crowd.
2: But we're, This is an Atlantis 40th anniversary. Are you saying Atlantis is last? He's doing the least amount of work in this match? Atlantis might tag in, hit a move, and win. <laughs> plausible, I guess. It's plausible. Yeah, I think, this is going to be sick. I think there's a chance Mystico is fourth. <laughs> I think he could easily be That's second. That's my
0: king right there.
2: <laughs>
0: he, he tags could... in. <laughs> he hits, could... hits the one uh splash and he tags out.
2: He could easily be
0: second. He could easily be fourth.
2: If he's um... first,
0: this match is getting more stars than it should.
2: Uh, 30 minute time limit. Uh, the, the New Japan website doesn't have the title here, but the New Japan Strong Women's Title. Julia defending her title against Hiyan.
0: Yeah, excited for this one. What? I knew you were pressing the button because I saw you. Like <laughs> you're like looking down. You're like, uh huh. Uh-huh, oh, where's that? Where's that button? Up. Oh, where's that button? I saw you. Yeah. Um, no, I'm really excited for this one um uh, i think You're... i is it Hayan? is that how you say it sure i have no idea all right i believe it is i believe it's it see it I've, I've seen Haiyan. Haiyan. i've seen her wrestle a number of matches she's really good um and i think this is a great opportunity for her uh she's 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 been around a lot of places like a lot of places you'd want i think a wrestler obviously she's from reality of wrestling yeah reality of wrestling which is you know just such a great spot for creating women's talent um she's done japan before she works a lot of rev pro and uh wxw these days mm-hmm. uh, but i'm really looking forward to her getting the shot she had trained at uh new japan dojo earlier this year so out of all the wrestlers they could have picked for Julia to face in a big singles match like this, I think this is one of the better choices. And uh I mean the match won't be long, but Julia's not gonna just, you know, go to America and rein it in. She's gonna they're gonna give a good effort here. I expect it to be pretty solid.
2: Yeah, I think that's the, my one complaint about Julia is that she hasn't learned the Mystica ways of not raining it in,
0: uh, or um, rather, argu- it arguably most of the Stardom roster has not learned that.
2: <laughs> we talked about it last week. <laughs> they have, they uh, they're struggling to rain it in. Tam-,
0: Tam has that is yeah. it.
2: <laughs> Tam's figured the formula out, uh, and she
0: still got her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I guess she hasn't figured it out.
0: That was different though. She tried to lift tour and. Lista landed on her knee, and, you know, injuries happen.
2: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think Julia
0: uh, – Julia goes full Mystico in this match. It's getting four stars.
2: I would love that. Um, tag team match here with the New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Team Champions, El Fantasmo and Hikaleo, Gorillas of Destiny 2.0, uh, versus Monster Sauce, Alex Zane and Lance Archer.
0: What what do I, de- I got to do to get Lance Archer to join New Japan? I don't know, man. They He's popped like, him up on Dynamite this week and I was like if they put him in another Battle of the Bell Smash, I'm going to fight someone. It felt likely. It felt plausible. They did not this time. Um, I, I want to ask you this question and I want uh, I want I to
2: answer you... this question. I I appreciate it. Yeah. That's, that's what makes us a great team. Um how many what is the match disparity between Lance Archer's AEW matches and his New Japan matches, how many matches in New Japan do you think he had? How many matches do you think it this year? AEW, this year,
0: I think he's had seven more matches in whichever one's higher.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Which one do you think is higher? New Japan. Uh, you will be uh incorrect, sir. I do not believe you. This he has wrestled four times for New Japan this year. This show, New J- Fighting Spirit and Leech, is number five. In AEW, uh, he's wrestled seven times
0: this I year. do not believe that. All right, timeout. I'm looking. Here's who he's wrestled in no, AEW. You're not just wrong. to prove my point after this right. jerk after what this saying. jerk said to me he's faced Bryce Saturn Jack Banning Ch- really? Cody and Guillermo Rosas Bryce yeah. Cannon Trent Baretta, Orange Cassidy and Barrett Brown and I want everyone to know that out of all those matches only two of them have exceeded five minutes shout out to uh, Jack Banning I'm rooting for Monster Sauce. They're not going to yeah. win, but I'm rooting for Monster Sauce.
2: Uh yeah, that's that's uh, fair. That's that's pretty fair. I would love Monster Sauce to get the win, but I don't think I think Gorilla's a
0: destinier. Here 2.0 or here to stay. What do you think Monster Sauce entails if it was like an actual sauce? Have you played uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom? No. You've never played those games? No. <laughs>
2: Shocked. I'm shocked.
0: No. Sorry. I said no.
2: You're <laughs> on that Spider-Man game. Uh, That's what matters. <laughs> this
0: podcast is taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so uh, I, I just counted up all of Lance Archer's matches from AEW this year. Yeah. Uh, 28 minutes and 32 seconds. Stupid. How much money do you pay um, Lance Archer to wrestle for less than 30 minutes in a
0: year? Ah, uh, hopefully enough. <laughs> he deserves it, but he deserves man, it. he deserves real matches. Uh strong open weight championship. I'm taking over the preview. Eddie Kingston defends against Hanare. Hmm, this should be this should be solid. I, I think this this match screams a Ryan Knightz special. Big Hanare guy.
2: I'm not a big Hanare guy.
0: Big Hanare oh, guy. Yourself.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow your roll, my guy. Slow your roll. Uh, I don't think I've I've ever said I ever said I was a big Hanare guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. With show, this is why we should not have gone on the stream yard. This is why we should have stayed on OBS should not have gone off to all these tangents.
0: Yeah, I'll just do it instead. Yeah,
2: I need uh, to this guy should
0: be uh, as good as Eddie Kingston can make it.
2: I think that's I, I can agree with you on that one. We can agree on that one. He's definitely uh, winning. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh,
0: but, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That worked. That worked. I'm not going to press a button the rest of this show.
2: That's a lie. Uh special tag team match. Yuya Uemura and Sonata, the ju- two members of just five guys versus LIJ's Haru Takahashi and Tetsuya Naito.
0: All right. This is this is going to be a big time question. Who does more moves? In on this show, Mystico or Tetsuya Naito, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Who or
2: Sonata? I'll throw Sonata into that.
0: Maybe. Yeah, we could throw Sonata in there. Who does more moves in
2: this match? Sonata, I or think Naito? the over
0: for Tanahashi, by the way. On all of them,
2: I think, yeah, I think Tanahashi's working. More he's
0: in a eight man tag,
2: yeah. Uh huh. I think he's working the heat segments, yeah. Um, Sonata and Naito, who's working more? I don't know. I think Yuya's uh <laughs> working a lot on this one. Uh, and I don't know. I think Yuya's getting the lot, even the pin here, too. By the way, I don't think uh Romu's a champion, right? Uh, Sonata's a champion. Naito's unless a
0: Sonata champion. and Naito are trading falls. I but, doubt but it, but I would doubt that.
2: Yeah, you U- 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 comes in for just five guys, immediately loses. <laughs> immediately loses. Starts losing his matches. Uh takes the pin. Hey,
0: he can join the club like Yoda Suji and
2: Shoda. are Um, main event of this show, Fighting Spirit Unleashed, never open weight title match. Tamatonga versus Shingo Takagi. I don't know how this is gonna go. Quite honestly. Shingo, he's gonna be great we all know this we know this for facts tamatonga i don't know i also don't feel like tamatonga's gimmick works in america of like the crowd i don't think he's got the crowd connection in america that he has in japan so i don't even know if that's going to work he has to like wrestle up the shingo style and shingo moves quick and fast and tama purposely slows things down like he's michael oku oh. uh so i don't i i don't know how this one's gonna go folks
0: um it's not gonna be as good as you know this is a weird card
2: <laughs> it's a weird card it's not is it is it better not- or worse than destruction of Ryogoku? goku I think Destruction Ryo Goku looked like a better card.
0: I think that had a stronger high point going in, but this has more balance and less bullet club, which makes it better.
2: There's no David Finley.
0: There's still War Dogs, but not as many.
2: Only two. Only two War Dogs.
0: Because on that show, it was like, either House of Torture or the War Dogs in every fucking match. There's no House of Torture on this show either. Of course there isn't. They don't don't leave Japan. They never leave. The day Evil comes to America is the day he becomes the biggest heel in professional wrestling officially.
1: Evil! I've
2: been waiting. I've been waiting for that one to be used
0: (laughs) since we uploaded it oh uh, no one's ever gonna to listen to this show again No, <laughs> <laughs> well, i'll give it a goodbye speech for good because no one's coming been, back it's been fun while it's lasted it's been, it's been fun, fun. it's been real fun it's
2: been real good it's been it's been real uh well before we go we got a little bit left to go and we i have want to
0: 20 minutes left
2: I want to plug our interview that we did that came out last Thursday with Eric Howard. He's the promoter of Kitsune Women's Wrestling. He We talked about his show come up, coming up, Kitsune Gong, um, uh, a lot. We talked about him and his, the highs and lows of booking that show, um, everything that went into it. Uh, I thought it was honestly one of the best interviews we've done. I thought he was a fantastic guest, gave great answers, and... and, and was willing to put up with the the BS uh, nonsense talk that we uh, tend to do on the show. Um, I'm so glad we went to Streamyard after that interview where we've been ruined by all of our bits. Um, but uh, I thought he did a great job keeping up with it. But of course, that Gong Show is happening tonight. Um, it is happening. Uh, uh, IWTV is where you can watch it. it is happening in L.A., California i last time i checked i think they're close to selling out tickets so if you're in the la area and want to get some tickets for kitsune gong uh before they all head out the door uh then go get them today uh some of the matches here that we talked about that we're very interested in uh we have uh Risa sarah versus billy starks uh that looks i mean billy Strikes is gonna die so i think that's gonna be fine um we got uh, uh, konami and willow nightingale versus Janai kai and mercedes martinez and we have for the kitsune world title uh dark Sheik versus Hanma versus unagi sayaka uh, again, we talked about the show a lot in the interview so go check out the interview but of course check out gong tonight on iwtv scotty talk to us how do you feel about this card
0: I'm feeling excited. I think a lot of people are excited overall for what Eric has put together um, for this show to kind of kick off whatever his journey with this promotion will be. Mm -hmm. Um, I do need to ask him, though, because I saw that Konami was with Mercedes yesterday. So does that mean he was with Mercedes? Because if so, that's awesome. Uh, She was chilling with uh, Konami... Kyoko Kamura and I think one more person, um, which I expected once Kyoko came over because I was like, you know, Mercedes is definitely gonna like go out of her way to the link see up. her, yeah. Um, so that's exciting. It's,
2: she- it's in LA. I think there's a good chance that Mercedes Monet shows up on the show at least in a backstage capacity.
0: Yeah, which is pretty cool. If so, um, yeah, I think he's he's created a great buzz around what he's doing. And um, I I'm rooting for him. I think he's put together a really fun card, a really big card, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, was I was looking like, at it, this is a lot of matches. He he talked about how like he went a he might have went overboard for the first show, but hey,
2: for show, you know, to me,
0: go big or go home. You know,
2: ten match card here, and most of them cards. are singles matches.
0: Yeah, like that's fun. I rather singles matches than big tags. Yeah. How That's often do we get preference? these
2: big, big, monstrous tag matches all over the place? I'll take this.
0: The crazier part is a battle royal on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Plus all the singles matches. Um, but I I think everyone should go check out the show. It's on IWTV. Um, it's if there's a match you're looking for or a match that needs to sell you into the building per se. I think it should be Reese, Sarah and Billy Starks. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Konami can get you there too. Konami's first Konami's first non stardom slash Sukeban appearance, I guess. But this is her first announced appearance outside of stardom. Um, so and she's in a match with Willow Nightingale, Jani Kai, and Mercedes Martinez. That's pretty sick. Um, so yeah, definitely go out of your way. To check this out because I think um, I think this is the beginning of what, what should be a really really cool promotion run by Eric in, in Eric. It's just Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it he, he made that perfect. I also said and company. No, I think you made it perfectly clear that it is just
2: Eric. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it it is just, just Eric. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of what you mentioned before is that like I definitely feel like of the three sort of like u.s indie joshi shows that have popped up spark kitsune and Sukabon. um i think of the three and i'm not saying this I, you know i'm probably biased because we talked to eric and all this stuff but i do feel like of the three this show had the most buzz at least during announcement period. Oh yeah. Spark was nice and stuff. sukuban I think was just sort of like a, a excitement at an arm's length because it was like I don't know what's going on with this show.
0: Sukeban was like a what the hell is this?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, kitsune popping up on iwtv too that feels legit. Like everything that's happening with this show feels legit and I think people recognize that. Um this feels like a you know a you know sort of uh, a lesser mainstream I guess Joshi show if you will than stardom of course but you know you got Konami popping up there.
0: Uh, my best way to say it is that Eric is legit. Eric really does care, and yeah, I think sometimes that's all you need to get you in the building is knowing that the promoter cares, um, is excited, and looking forward to what they're bringing to the table that's kind of how i look at it like mm-hmm. getting to talk to eric previously and you know then with our interview um he's one of those guys you root for yeah for yeah. sure for sure um he taught it i think if you need to be talked into the building there's no better person to be talking to the building with than him he's done some really good uh conversations he also has an interview with konami up on the Joshi pod uh feed if you want to go listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh so I'm excited to see the show. Um and uh hopefully hopefully um we get an announcement of uh what's next too. I'm always looking forward to what's next. So yeah. sometimes sometimes when it comes to like these things you're like all right, then what's next before the show even happens, you know? It's like unfair, but that's the wrestling mindset.
2: Well yeah, well, it's like you just don't want you don't want it to be a one off thing, right? And I think, yeah. and I would think, honestly, if I was Eric and I was hearing things of like, what's next, that to me feels like people want to invest in this product yeah. and they want to make sure that it isn't a one time thing and that there is going to be more shows. For sure. Um, I think that's a good thing. I think that's, I would take that with a, with a confidence that people are at least wanting to be invested in this product. It's just a matter of put at this point for him, and I'm sure he's having a hectic morning uh i'm sure for him he has uh a lot of things to juggle right now and all he has to think about right now really and truly is putting on a great show if he can do that if he can put on a great show then he's he's got it baby i mean iwtv that feels you know like i said that feels legit that if you have a thing of iwtv i don't think this is a one time show i feel like we're getting more um but uh, it's just yeah. a matter of when and where uh that is going to be. Um I mean,
0: the beginning for him and this. So yeah. I yeah. think uh he has all the right pieces in place from what he told us, which again, very excited for what he brings to the table. We have so much time left.
2: Yeah, no, I know, I know. Maybe we do a little uh, uh
0: do we have a discussion topic ready locked and loaded?
2: I got a I had a I had a bit I was gonna do and maybe I'll veil the bit later, but uh
0: oh a bit
2: I had a bit.
0: Is it a 14-minute-long bit? <laughs> if so, don't do it. <laughs> it
2: was a, uh, I had a bit that was uh, planned, but it was a musical stinger that I did not prepare in time because I was right. at a wedding this that's, weekend. That's fine. But the bit basically is a section of the show called Hot Topics where we uh, – and I was trying to find – a I was going to see if I can find a clip of uh, uh, like the Hot Pocket jingle but them saying Hot Topics instead. Basically here, like
0: here I'll give our jingle ready Hot boy summer. Yeah,
2: now All
0: right, we're good. You're welcome. There's <laughs> Hot topics hot boy summer same thing. Sure, sure, sure. sure.
2: Um what is there any topics that are sort of in the ether of the internet? I don't know what these hands are. Uh, ether <laughs> of the internet uh or uh Talking points that you've been wanting to get out, hot takes that you may have, or thoughts about things that are happening on Twitter that you want to talk about. Uh, The floor (laughs) is open.
0: Random note before we get into this because of hot takes. I had learned that earlier this year, I said that one, Sue Suzuki was going to win the five-star Grand Prix, and Michael was going to be a finalist. Really? On a podcast. In February. (laughs) Wow didn't remember <laughs> but i did say it i was yeah, like damn do i give you do i give you the
2: full, full full honors there because you did call it perfectly i did but you did immediately forget what you said i think it's fair to,
0: i think it's fair to remember that i don't remember many things sure. <laughs> that i say i say things on this show that i already have forgotten from today
2: today and i don't remember I, yeah i don't remember what we said a week ago i
0: say a lot of things i don't even remember what the show was about today oh we did tna all day
2: i did an hour on tna and then you complained. what a way
0: to debut on Streamyard! we're only talking tna and nwa
2: well that's basically what we're doing is announcing our new show talking tna um <laughs> it's gonna be patreon exclusive patreon.com forward slash canopod, talking tna we're gonna go through Every episode of TNA, uh, from beginning to the end, uh, I
0: rather i I rather do literally anything else.
2: <laughs> at some point, we'll become talking GFW, talking Impact, and then talking TNA again.
0: Um, hot topic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep um, going until you bring it back, baby.
0: I think. An interesting topic as of late has been one of the elite, one of Kenny Omega okay. in AEW. I think um, there's been a pretty open conversation on Twitter, especially about the handling of Kenny and company since they re signed,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which is.
0: I think it's for sure an interesting topic, one that I think was brought really back to light this week because Dynamite for a lot of people hit a little bit different when Kenny kind of got in the face of MJF. Kenny had the really good match with Kyle Fletcher. Picks up a, a win finally. Yeah, so I think it's an interesting topic, an interesting way to look at, things because i don't know if there's a I, don't, I want to make sure i phrase this right i don't think there's a like underutilization of kenny more than a miss utilizing like i feel okay. like he should be, be used better rather than i don't think he's around enough if that makes sense okay because i think what people want and I understand this is they want him on TV every single week, like an MJF, like a Brian Danielson, you know, like those guys. And I get that because yeah. Kenny, at the end of the year, at the end of the day, is still the best, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we we you and me talked about earlier this year when he was having all the great matches and stuff. We're like, Kenny's a be- Kenny's back, and he's not shown me in any other mat any of the match since that he isn't back. Yeah. I think we they just are so we don't get them enough
2: yeah let's see how many uh, and,
0: and when know? he's on pay-per-view now outside of the Takeshi match he's always in tag matches and I don't know about you but unless he's in like a tag match with the hangman page and not Kota Ibushi I don't really care anymore because no offense to the golden lovers these days doesn't do no, I think the, uh, the, uh, that's my bigger complaint. The, is that, is the station is that he's been relegated to tag team stuff more. And I want singles Kenny.
2: Yeah. I mean, so the beginning of the year, the first three months of the year is him doing the trios title stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is Sorry. perfectly fine. I was super into Yeah, uh, that was great. stuff there. That was all great.
0: He also fought Osprey.
2: Uh, he also well he <laughs> then his first singles match of the year was vikingo uh and then oh in
0: AEW gotcha
2: yeah and then he wrestled cobb on tv right. and i don't really remember anything about that him catch to wrestle the butcher and the blade and that was like kind of the start of this whole current storyline yep uh then skill cage match moxley and omega That's that was great. great anarchy in the arena i don't really remember anything about anarchy in the arena I don't really remember anything anything about that now that I think about it. It was Uh, good, I think. Yeah. And then Forbidden Door against him and Osprey.
0: Oh, that's when he got stabbed in the back of the head by Callus, I think. To lose. That was a
2: steel cage. I think that was a steel cage.
0: I think he got stabbed both matches. The steel cage was started, but I think he also got hit in the whatever. Continue.
2: Uh Forbidden Bendorf Osprey in you know, a match against Udom Dynamite randomly. Then the Blood and Guts match. Uh, then he's gone for like a couple weeks. All and right. Then he's I think you're starting, to
0: pave, you're starting to point out to me my problems very See, easily.
2: Had, if you want to look at just singles matches, right? Sure. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven singles matches this year.
0: How many of them would you say are against opponents that like you were really looking forward to the match? Just AEW, obviously.
2: I should also state, I am, I'm been like, I'm liking the Don Callis stuff right now. I'm liking Omega right now. I think if people think he's underutilized, I think Omega is the most utilized of the elite right now. I think Adam Page is, on. I think Adam Adam
0: Page is a story.
2: He's in the he's in a story. My that young bucks favorite are doing story. No, young Bucks are doing nothing. It feels yeah, like.
0: Yeah, they don't do anything.
2: Um, I would say of these seven matches, I would say maybe five of them I were into going into it. Here are the here are the seven matches. Ready? Vikingo, I'll count mm. that as one of mine. Cobb, no, don't remember six. anything about it, so that's not. I'm not counting that. John Moxley, steel cage match. I was super excited about that. Osprey, um, and we're not counting his New Japan stuff, obviously, but Osprey. Um, Wheeler Yuta, whatever, Takeshta at all out, and then this past Wednesday, Kyle Fletcher. I was probably into Takeshta, Fletcher, Osprey, Moxley, and Vikingo.
0: So do you think the conversation is more there's not enough Kenny matches? Yeah. I think that's more it.
2: <laughs> I think I think that's ultimately what it is. I think Kenny Kenny is basically his year has been the trio stuff, then you know, Osprey stuff at the beginning, trio stuff, then Osprey at the end of that. Then he starts the Takeshda f- thing with Don Callis, where that kicks off. Uh, and he's been doing Don Callis ever since. Uh, and I'm super into the Don Callis storyline. I think, also, to be fair, I think people may or may not be into it because now we've weaved Chris Jericho into the Don Callis storyline. We all yeah. know that the internet doesn't love Chris Jericho. Um, I
0: have complaints about the Callis storyline. Hit me. Um, Takeshita's just been... Ball has been dropped. 100%. He that's beat
2: a, that's a issue about Kenny
0: him. Omega. Yes. In the middle of the ring. And technically pinned him
2: twice, because I believe he also pinned Omega at Wembley.
0: He did. And now he's like the fifth most important character of the story. Yeah. He's been supplanted by Hobbs, mm-hmm. because they're trying to get Hobbs over. Callus is obviously more important has been since the beginning. Jericho they care about more. Kenny obviously they care about more. He is the fifth guy in a story that was supposed to be about him. I always thought.
2: Well, it was like the moment it became more about Jericho mm-hmm. they they began to they focus less on Takeshta and started yeah. focusing on Guevara. And Ugh. obviously Osprey because I was leading to Wembley, yeah. and then uh, now Hobbs. Yeah, and now they're focusing on Hobbs. Uh, re- like that's what I mean. Like, really, if you want to point fingers about the Don Callis storyline, my biggest gripe is obviously the to catch the stuff you follow it up, and there's nothing for him. But the reason you follow it up is because then you go straight into a Chris Jericho feud, and Chris Jericho has hits and misses in his sort of stuff. I still enjoy it i think of everything that's on aew nowadays uh it's one of the things near the top of my list that i enjoy do um, so you know
0: the last time to catch that a singles match on aew television
2: on telly i was gonna say on pay-per-view was probably all out um
0: i'll just tell you since we're doing a podcast here um you are? The last time he had a match on AEW television singles match was Rampage in July. The last time he had a match on Dynamite singles match was June against Damon Ace. Oh, but of course. In 1 minute and 29 seconds. A classic. So I think part of the Omega problem is the story of him and Takesha kind of being kicked to the curb.
2: Yes. Once you, once they started bringing in Jericho, that kind of all got dropped. Now Takesha's yeah. is just kind of there, and Omega is teaming up with Jericho and facing these other guys. Like I'm enjoying – like that's what I said. I'm enjoying – I think Will Hobbs in it is a great, great addition, fantastic addition to this group. Yeah, or just very much like that's fully dropped, and I and I understand people's complaints about that because I have a complaint about that too. It doesn't mean I don't enjoy the Don Callis stuff. I just think that I think people want to see more Omega, and, and I also think, to be fair, to those fans that are upset about the Takeshita stuff, I think that is more. I don't. I don't think the the complaint should be on Omega here. I think the complaint should be on the booking for AEW because it isn't just Takeshta that has these big big moments yeah. and big wins that never get followed up on. Orange Cassidy ends a historic long AEW international title reign that was really really good, then basically does nothing for a couple of weeks and then just pops back into the world title uh, into the international title picture because Phoenix and Moxley both got injured. You know? Yeah. He like no follow up with Orange Cassidy. For however long, Um, for like a month or so, nothing. And he only got popped back into it because everyone got injured. Yeah. Uh, Takeshita is not the only person. This is happening all the time in AEW now. You are giving title matches to people constantly and not giving title matches to people who get big wins. Takeshita doesn't get a title match. Neil gets a title match? The Hardys.
0: Yeah, that is a real problem, Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Garrett uh, gets called. Yeah. The list goes on, right? Um, Here's what I think is the way I look at it. I feel like there is a core of talent that are on TV weekly locked in no matter what, right? That is right now. That is MJF, mm-hmm. Adam Cole, who's injured. Yeah. But he's on TV every week with this terrible skits. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jay White and the Bang Bang Gang, one of the best things on television today. I think it's, yeah. Um, finally, Swerve. Yeah, that took a long time to get there, but we're kind
2: of we've kind of been on the treadmill with that because we're trying
0: to get to full gear, so we've put it on the back burner for a second. Mm -hmm. So, I won't, I'll actually take Swerve out. I will say it's MJF, Bang Bang Gang, Adam Cole. Danielson. Tony Storm. And Tony Storm. Those are your locks for weekly television. And then everyone else, like, is sporadically put on. Kenny Omega should be part of that no matter what.
2: Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's it's more emblematic of where AEW is right now. And I think it's just sort of like, there are people who get, their spots higher up, even when they're not draws, it feels like like Hardy's like, aren't drawing, you know, Jeff Jarrett is not a draw here in AEW. Why is he constantly just, getting
0: spots? Like, it's so simple. Just use your guys, like use your guys, not, not, you know, the roster. I mean, like your a plus performers.
2: Put Danny them out there every week.
0: Is floundering. Oh, he's floundered. Yeah. Like this guy has been wasting away for a year now. This ever guy, si- ever this since ever since Jericho kept friend. him in his group,
2: this guy's best friend is a little mermaid. That's how bad of a flounder he is. Is that yes. a good joke? That was a
0: good one. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Like he he is someone who should have been on that level, but instead we went with Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting to me. I don't get it. Like Jericho clearly won whatever battle it was. Whether yeah. it was behind the scenes or not, of keeping him in his group just for at the end for him to pretty much get screwed. Yeah. To now, it be,
2: now be like he's now in a storyline of like his dance is super over, but his teammates don't like it, and it it's is active, it's actively ruined. Like it's it's the, the storyline is doing the dance causes him to lose matches. But it's constantly over, so it's almost like he has to go back to being a pro wrestler and stop doing the dance. The thing that is also over, yeah, that I fear is now story. more. I fear the dance is more over than the whole you're a wrestler chant. Absolutely, that remains to be seen, but there, I, that's I feel
0: there are some misses with this company right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That even while many, I'll say. Absolutely. Even when the Danielsons of the world and the Swerves and the Jay Whites pretty much making weekly shows good. Watchable. Watchable even. Like, I think those are your MVPs right now. Yep. But there's just so many things that are questionable. Yeah. And it's passed by because, like, the pay per view sell well. That, you know, Full Gear is almost sold out. Mm-hmm. but they can't pack the TV shows because the TV, like you all we're reaching a point and this is gonna some people may not like this we're reaching a point with AEW television where if you miss it, it's like missing Raw and SmackDown yeah, like you didn't miss anything yeah yeah, yeah. you might have missed a great match great but, matches that all the time
2: well, I would argue that great matches in AEW are becoming less and less. And I would definitely match. agree with that. There's the still a lot of still a lot of really good matches. Yeah, I'm I'm throwing out three and a half stars left and right. But right. there's not a lot of, I I haven't thrown out four star in forever. maybe that's a yeah. bad example. There was a four star recently that I really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, I was gonna night say night I night. think like the I think there's a few good TV. But, but before overall. That, that was a very long time overall i think you're right and i think that's part of not like right that's part of the conversation that you can miss it because you're not getting those great matches as much anymore
2: i used to be you know the whole freakazoid gimmick that i was bestowed to me right was started because like i loved aew i was so on board with it obviously um but the, the, it was a show that I would actively be excited about every single week. Yeah. And now I'm at the point of like, if I skip, I, I'll still watch it. Obviously, because I still want to watch. I still want to watch it. You're
0: still a freakazoid.
2: I'm still, I'm still a freakazoid at heart. Um, uh, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really excited for it anymore. Right. I could right. skip it. I can skip it and watch it Thursday. Rampage. I, I'm considered dropping completely, even though most people have already dropped it, but. For someone that used to watch Rampage a lot more, yeah. I'm just like, ah, there's nothing really here anymore. I am so behind on collisions. Nah. It's insane. I'm like four yeah. episodes behind
0: a collision. Which is... So the way I watch AEW now is... So Dynamite, I'll watch it at like 10 p.m. when it's all over. Because I'm just busy doing stuff and don't feel the need to watch it live. Um, though I've never felt the need to watch it live. Um, that's just a me thing. Yeah. Don't do commercials. Uh <laughs> But even so, I don't rush to watch it. Yeah. Uh Rampage, I will not watch unless there's something I need to watch, like I missed it go. Yeah. And then Collision. Collision. This is how Collision has gone for me. I went from making sure I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Sh- shout out CM Punk. To The Night Of. To I'll get around to it maybe. Yeah. And even when I do watch it, I skip half of it now because they put so many just like j- enhancement matches. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to watch enhancement matches. That's not what AEW is supposed to be. Like, instead of doing enhancement matches to fill time, like, you're only filling two hours. Like, use the wrestlers on your roster to put on good matches. Like, just. Roll out Lance Archer in a real match on that show. Not, not an enhancement match. Put him in there against someone cool, and I won't bat an eye. You know? It's like, it's not that hard. You would But think. it sure feels that way. Like, you don't need to worry about Ring of Honor, right? Like, you're not booking that show and protecting people on that show. So you don't have to worry about, like, that over taxing and ruining collision. I've seen those cards. That's the reason I don't watch Ring of Honor. <laughs> you know,
2: I actually have heard that Ring of Honor is getting better, but I'm still not watching it.
0: Well, the core roster, like, isn't. Eh, it's it's yeah.
2: I'm not going on my way to watch Ethan Page.
0: I, I if like Buck, like if I want to watch Athena and Billy Starks' things. Guess what? They post the whole thing online.
2: I just don't care for. The amount of producers. Filler. I don't care for the amount of producers that have all these storyline stuff. I think you could probably track the moment Jimmy Jacobs came into this company as a moment things sort of turned around creatively for AEW. Arguably
0: the same thing happened for Impact in the opposite direction.
2: (laughs) One could argue that Impact got really good when Jimmy Jacobs left and AEW has gotten not as good when Jimmy Jacobs came in. I don't care for the producers and how much stuff, the, the people backstage and getting time. I'm cool with Brian Nielsen getting time. I know he has a big, important backstage role. Jeff Jarrett, I don't care for that as much.
0: I, you know, I, you know I, who should be on TV every week? Brian Danielson. Uh, yeah, you know I, who shouldn't? I, Jeff Jarrett, plain and know, simple. That being said,
2: you and I enjoy Jeff Jarrett when he's on stage, but I don't want to I do not him.
0: anymore. You don't want not anymore? Perfect. No, there I'm here. absolutely out on Perfect. everything. Out. I, like, I'm so done with Jeff Jarrett.
2: I enjoy when he's on screen, but the problem with Jeff Jarrett is that you can't have him on screen every week. It, it, you have to have him on one, sure. time, maybe. Um, uh, 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 Pat Buck and all these guys showing up a ring of honor. Who cares? Get them off my screen. Why are they, why are they here? Why are they taking roster spots? Uh-huh. Sammy Callahan is potentially trying out to be a producer, for AEW, number one, why are we doing producer tryouts for it's AEW? WWE baby, that's a WWE gimmick, and Sammy Callahan as a wrestler producer. If he's a wrestler producer, just like all the other ones, he's gonna show up on TV all the time. And his best friend is like John Moxley, and he's one of the most important guys in this thing. I don't want to yeah. see Sammy Callahan every week. Where's Omega? Where are the Young Bucks? And I think that's uh-huh. the complaint. Go, there back you to go. The ultimate complaint is you have all these other people on screen all the time. What happened to all the people we want to see? It feels right. like they're still around and it feels like nothing's happening with them Garcia, Takeshita, the Young Bucks, Adam Page, Omega. Uh, throw out a bunch of other names if I can think of some. But uh, there's a bunch of other people that are just not showing up ever. I mean, I, the meme is where's Riho? Right? I mean, that's. Yeah, she meme. ain't
0: coming back. She's
2: not um, coming back. She's she's over. It's over wh- for her.
0: One of the um, best ways to look at the current AEW product is look at Dynamite. Right yesterday, they announced freaking Kazuchika Okada is going to be on their show. It's right. going to be Danielson and Castagnoli versus. Um, to you know, Okada and Orange Cassidy—that's as good as it gets, right there. The day before that, they announced the Hung Bucks versus the Hardys and Brothers A. Yeah, that that's- was met with anger. Why? You know, that's like that's the embodiment of what AEW is right now.
2: And that's the thing.
0: People, I like just said we all want. They to see can them. do the Okada stuff, but they proceed to do the Jeff Jarrett, Matt Hardy stuff as well at the same time.
2: the The, the thing is, though, is that they are giving us a Young Bucks match and Adam Page. Right? We're all into that. We're all we're all cool with that. Sure. That's what, we, that's what everyone's like crying out about, and saying yeah. that's what we're saying here is that we want to see these guys on television, but it uh. comes at the expense of seeing the Hardys get like. Their seventh tag team match in this year alone, or whatever, or however many they've gotten this year alone. Um, that and they've like never won a match. <laughs> look up Jeff Hardy and look at how many tag matches it feels like they never win any matches and yet they constantly get title matches.
0: Um, there was a great tweet the other day. Someone pointed out like how between Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. They have like eighteen title matches this year. Yeah, that's probably true. Which is disgusting because they lose all of
2: them. Obviously, technically, they have only had two title matches this year. Yeah, this is they had a oh the Hardys. Yes, they've had. You have
0: to remember Jeff Hardy was gone.
2: Yes, uh, I'll look up Matt Hardy in in instant. I'm looking at Jeff Hardy right now. So Matt. I should probably just look at the Hardys. What am I doing? Um, bah, 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 bah. All right, let's see. Let's go to 2023. Let's search. What do we got here? So they've had uh, a bunch of matches. They've wrestled as the Hardys one two. They've wrestled 16 times as the Hardys this year. They've been in two battle royals for number one contendership. They've been in a four-way for a number one contendership. They've wrestled for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. I was there for that one. Um, they wrestled for the AEW World Trios titles uh, back November uh, uh, September 27th. And now, uh, and this Wednesday, they are wrestling for the Ring of Honor World Trios titles. So they've only this will only be their third title match in actuality. However, why does it feel like three too many?
0: Jeff Jarrett has had seven. That's true. Seven title matches.
2: Are you counting the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one?
0: No, but it wasn't a title match. Well, he got a title afterwards. The Memphis Street Fight one also wasn't, but those two could both kind of be considered them. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's also been in a number one contenders match that I'm not counting. Um, So, yeah.
2: I think the, the biggest issue right now with AEW is that they are currently – they have a lot of issues. But I think one of the biggest issues they have right now is that they are currently in the WWE spiral of their roster. And by that, I mean the spiral of everyone complaining about where are specific people. Yeah.
0: Want to play a game? Sure. Play a game. Who's had more matches in AEW this year? Probably Jeff probably. Jarrett or – Okay, who's had more matches in AEW this year, Jeff Jarrett or Kenosuke Takeshita?
2: I should ask singles matches, like just matches. matches. Oh, Jeff Jarrett.
0: Yep, twenty-five to twenty-two.
2: And I, if you're gonna say yeah, if you're gonna say I'm correct, there's a proper way to do it, sir.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Who's had more matches in AEW this year, Jeff Jarrett or Kenny Omega?
1: Hmm.
2: i want to say it's close uh i'm gonna say i'll i'll say jeff jarrett
0: yep 25 to 21 so it's close it's close the crime. who's That's had more good. matches this year jeff jarrett or the young bucks
2: no oh, jeff jarrett yep <laughs> that one's easy that one's super easy
0: who's had more matches in AEW this year, Jeff Jarrett or Brian Danielson? Jeff Jarrett
2: Danielson was injured a lot.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's had more matches <laughs> in AW this year? Jeff Jarrett or MJF?
2: Jeff Jarrett easily.
0: Yep. <laughs> Do you see the problem? <laughs>
2: i'm trying to think of what who has more matches this year jeff jared or ray phoenix
0: oh uh, um
2: I, I want to say phoenix on that one
0: i don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's had two more he's had two, two more phoenix Dude. has beat jeff jared by two.
2: Oh, that is what about pentagon Pentagon feels like less. (laughs) I don't
0: feel. I don't feel great about that one. No. Uh, Um. He's had three more.
2: Oh, who's had more more matches? Jeff Jarrett or Ricky Starks? A guy who's actively been on TV a lot,
0: especially. I would think Starks. I feel like he wrestles a lot. But I could be wrong. It is Starks. He had twenty-eight.
2: To Jeff Jarrett's twenty-five. You said,
0: "Yes, Jeff Jarrett had twenty-five matches on AEW television." That's uh, too many. <laughs> Who? I'd say there? like fifteen. Too many. Like who's who's extremely close? Oh, I don't think you team understand team the team game team we team just team played. Three. I okay. said Brian Danielson, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Shifter had more than all of that. Brian Danielson. Yeah. Here, like, do you what Do you hear
2: this? Scotty, ready? Yeah. Who's had more matches this year? Jeff Jarrett or Swerve Strickland? I have the answer. Jeff Jarrett, Swerve Strickland. Is it Jeff Jarrett? Correct. By two. That's awful.
0: <laughs> That's awful. Who's had more matches? Jeff Jarrett or Hangman Page?
2: Oh, I mean, Jeff Jarrett, easy. This it, is stupid. You I see a pay problem
0: pay with what's happening.
2: Who's had more matches this year, Jeff Jarrett or Serpentico?
0: I don't care.
2: <laughs> tough one, tough one, a thinker.
0: I'll Does tell you. Rest- I don't even know if he still wrestles in an AEW. Serpentico?
2: Yeah. Well, according to, according to the AEW roster page, he's 0-24, which means Jeff Jarrett has, one, has had one more match than Serpentico. So to go, uh, just for uh just for analysis, Roderick Strong has had seven matches, Roosh has had nine, uh <laughs> Samoa Joe has had Jeff seven Gerard
0: has out wrestled so many of these roster members. The major <laughs> so he has had more matches on TV than every main eventer, every premier talent in this company. Outside of the Lucha Brothers and John Moxley, I'm not even going to look at John Moxley. Come on. No, no, no. And Orange
2: Cassidy is like way over, too. I'm not going
0: yeah. sure to look at John Moxley. Let's see. What do does Mr. Mox have? A lot. Uh, uh, 36. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And that's just an AEW. It's five in New Japan, two in Defy, two in Revolver one in pwg here's a perfect example
2: here's a perfect example scotty
0: yeah who
2: has had more matches this year in AEW, jeff jarrett or kyle fletcher before you give your before you give your answer who do you think kyle fletcher is overexposed underexposed it sounds like we agree that jeff jarrett is overexposed
0: but do you think oh, Kyle Fletcher really?
2: is over or underexposed?
0: He's had a lot of matches mm-hmm. in a very short amount of time. hmm Is he over?
2: Is he overexposed or he has more matches? Um, he might be
0: a little overexposed. Okay.
2: Do he has, does he have more or less matches than Jeff Cherry? Less. Uh, trick question. He has 25 matches.
0: On AEW television?
2: Correct. That's insane. According to the roster page. He's had the they same amount of matches as just
0: <laughs> They still they, they they haven't been signed that long. All right. So the consensus here is uh they don't use their main eventers enough. Unless your name is MJF J White or Brian Danielson or John Moxley. No. Yes. Disagreeable,
2: yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. We, we
0: needed 20 extra minutes, we got 40.
2: has had 18 matches, yeah, Jay Lethal a- has had uh 23. That's part of the problem, mm. yeah. Eddie Kingston's had 16. Dex Harwood, FTR, he's had uh 21.
0: That's crazy because CM Punk literally booked them every week.
2: Jeff Jarrett has had way more matches than so many of this roster. He Pretty is, much
0: everyone that you consider good to great on this roster, he's had more matches than.
2: He's had more matches than Chris Jericho. I mean, he's 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 booked to the moon, right? Yeah. It's. Yeah, we, we extended we we extended this another forty five minutes. I think that's the great the that's how we do great podcasting, folks. Um, goodbye. had more matches than Brody King. He's had more matches than everyone. Everyone. He's the workhorseman.
0: He is the get out of my face man.
2: He's done. the work the
0: workhorse. I'm of done. I'm that done.
2: That is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. Uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us for this episode. Hopefully, le- please let us know if the stream was good or if the stream was uh good on your end. Uh we would definitely appreciate that. We we have no idea. It looked good. I popped into the YouTube at one point. It looked good on good there, but uh let us know if the stream is good or better or worse or whatever. Uh we would appreciate that feedback. You can tweet at us at cannot or you can Specific, specifically tweeted us, if you like, at Ryan RyanNightsey, at Scott E. Wrestling on Twitter, on X, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Dropping the F-bomb, late. Um, Scotty, give the people what they want. Tell us where people can find you, any plugs, and what was your match
0: of the week? Yeah, you can find me at Scott E. Wrestling on Twitter slash X. Um, uh, check out the latest edition of Stardom Road right here on the Countdown Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. We talked mask fiesta and costume change battle royal because it's Halloween time. So we wanted to keep it in the Halloween theme. When the hell is Halloween? Uh, we could have we could have dropped that episode the day of Halloween, but we didn't. So that's fine. Uh, <laughs> okay, never mind. Just gonna ignore that. Okay. Um. Now, you need another episode for the day of
2: Halloween?
0: Uh, we have your idea. We're going to run with that idea, which isn't Halloween, but it's good. So, we're going to do that anyway. Spooky. I don't think it's spooky either. <laughs> yeah. um, unless we both wear hats while we record it.
2: Now we're talking dress up. You got to dress up. Oh, you got to dress up for that episode. We don't record the video. Looks- Are you- oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, no, record the video. You use StreamYard, right?
0: Yeah, but we don't use the video.
2: Oh send me the video file. I'll upload
0: it. You have access to StreamYard. I don't have to send you shit. Oh, I guess that is true. Now I have access to it. Damn. Anyways anyways um, all right you you knocking me off my train of thought. What uh, listen to Stardom Road. Um, I put I put up actually a, um, free on YouTube a video uh, on the fight game media YouTube channel a video about the state of stardom um, yesterday, because I saw a lot of people talking about it. They had a, they had their roughest cork and hall number this past week since pre restrictions easily. This, by the way, is like two months after they had the best cork and hall number of the year. Um, And I talked about the ups and downs, what to do the rest of the year. So if you're interested in that, go check that out. That's free on YouTube. It's like an hour and a half long. That's also with Trent, if you want to hear me and Trent talk about it. And, yeah, I have an interview coming out this week. But since it's not done yet, I'm not going to say who it's with because I don't like to jinx things. So keep an eye out for that. That'll be over on Fightful. Yes, I understand. I'm in a lot of places at one time. Uh, Match of the week. Yume Yagi versus Kento Miyahara from All Japan.
2: Yeah, I gotta check that out. I gotta, I gotta go watch that. Exactly. I
0: there was that good stuff as I, Kento I had, often had does. To
2: had to have been.
0: Um,
2: I was at a wedding this past weekend, so what I did is I loaded up the old Lucha Blog Google Drive and downloaded a bunch of videos.
0: Nice. So I, uh,
2: I watched from June. Nice in the. World CMLL, World Trio's title match, Atlantis Jr., Star Jr., and Volador Jr. winning the titles off of Mephisto, Hechicero, and Euphoria. Uh, Oh, man,
0: I feel like I need to be on brand. My match of the week is Mystico versus Rocky Romero.
2: Come on. Yeah, now we're talking. Um, That match, if you recall in the history, the lore of Los Infernellos or whatever it's called, uh, that's that's the one where they break up. That's the one where Hechicero is like, screw you guys, I'm going home uh so that that's that match i give it three and three quarters i thought it was really well, really good
0: before we end this what are we talking next week Ugh,
2: that's a great question what are we talking next week we're talking not turning point i'll tell you that much
0: uh
2: <laughs> <laughs> we are talking fighting spirit unleashed we're reviewing that yeah. show uh we're talking on friday right saturday fuck saturday same i know i know you're one star
0: on- shootouts on friday
2: yeah, you were planning on watching the NWA show on Saturday, but no, Fighting Spirit Unleashed is happening. So, sorry, Scotty. Um, uh, Lone Star is the third, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's the 10th. It's the 10th. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, we're not going to be talking about Lone Star. We'll be talking about Fighting Spirit Unleashed. we are talking previewing Power Struggle for New Japan as well. Previewing Crown Jewel for WWE. And uh whatever else happens in the week of professional.
0: Wrestling. I just need to know if, how much I need to watch because I will not be watching a lot of wrestling this week.
2: Well, those are you really just gotta watch Fighting Spirit Unleashed. We're not we your can't
0: put yeah you boys gotta put the suit back on.
2: A suit back on.
0: Yeah. Spider-Man suit. Oh,
2: perfect. Well, speaking of suits, I do want to make it clear uh uh before we get to it. Uh literally I am three weeks to my wedding day yes i am very
0: close to getting married what weekend is that again
2: that's i get married Off on the top 11th, of my head the 11th which is right okay veterans day so and to celebrate our veterans will be do i need married. to
0: replace you that week uh, you can
2: replace me. Uh it, it, either there will be no show. Basically, that's what I'm saying. There this is a no very show. good
0: chance there'll be no
2: show. It's either no show or Scotty put something together. Uh do not know. But I mean putting least,
0: something together again? We'll
2: After. find out. Uh, uh you can get you can pull some, you can pull some strings. Um yeah, I'm
0: gonna get um I don't know, I was gonna name some random wrestler, but get on
2: sp3 back on he, he, I, he i saw i got a oh. like notification on the stream
0: yeah that'd be fun we can get him back on uh what is yeah. that week is there like a big week of wrestling if there's nothing to talk about uh, i'm not doing uh, it.
2: well it's a pretty big week <laughs> so uh so yeah oh, that's the episode i won't be on at all uh that's the
0: full gear preview isn't it
2: that's a full gear preview that is lone star shootout review um and whatever else ha- is happening but that's the full gear preview brava <laughs> Yeah. yeah so we'll we'll talk about full gear probably on the fifth you and i um and whatever whatever they have announced at that point um one match <laughs> probably they're not doing collision that saturday what was the result of that
0: there it's on friday
2: oh yeah are they going head-to-head to smackdown is that what they're doing yeah oh <laughs> sorry oh. Oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna be a fun one it's gonna be a fun day um yeah so uh i'm out not gonna be the 12th but we'll talk about full gear that's crazy yeah but we'll obviously be there for full gear
0: time came out of nowhere huh
2: we're probably not should we do an instant reaction to full gear because we're just gonna record the next sunday the the next absolutely day the not
0: <laughs> we will do it the next morning <laughs> yeah we gonna do it the next morning You're um, gonna, it's the reaction you're getting a morning reaction
2: yeah, um, we got we sleep on proper it. sleep. We got proper sleep after full gear. That That's good because we did do it back to back weeks. For, <laughs> the for same me. day
0: of full gear is also stardom gold rush, so uh, it's gonna be a long day for me. So, yeah, we're not. Oh, it is,
2: yeah, that's gonna be a rough one.
0: Um, <gasps> but yeah, so uh, get married in three weeks. I'm not gonna be
2: on that episode, oh, Scott, baby. You know, it'll be nothing or something.
0: I can't believe I can't you're I'll not, be wait a minute. No, I actually I have to question you real quick. I can't believe you're not recording on your wedding weekend uh no but that's i cool. thought you had i thought you did this for the love of the game <laughs> not I the love th- of your fiance
2: <laughs> for the love of my life uh fuck the love of my life I'm your- <laughs> you, know, you know what i gotta say <laughs> scotty you know what i gotta say to jesse go fuck yourself <laughs> I think I think there's no better way to end the show. There, Woo! I, I love my fiance very much. I'm very excited about getting married. But uh... go fuck yourself. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Countout provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips on the Countout Patreon. Our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch-alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun goof and gag audio, plus shows from some of the podcasters' outside interests. It's the best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout.